I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Coming out the slums, it's the hoodlums. I'm pulling my gat out on all you bums. So bring it out when you want to come fight this. Outlaw, kicking like Billy Ray Cypress Hill. Chill, I'll bust that grill. Grab my gat and load up the steel. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Black Outers Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And... It's a very special Tuesday edition of the Blackout Test because we are reviewing episode four of season five of The Walking Dead. Oh, wait, episode three. Four <laughs> walls and a roof. And uh, as always, we had to bring in some some help here. We got to get some, some other opinions involved. Um, you know, we go on Twitter. We use the hashtag DayWalking. Some of you might follow us there and, and follow it the hashtag. Blew up too. Yeah, start auto populating in, in my tweet deck. That's when I knew people was using it. Um, we got my man at Rhyme Over Reason, aka Justin, aka J Triz. What's up, dog? Oh man, what's up, man? Karen, hello, Mike. I'm, you know, I am so hyped to be here today. Y'all just don't know. I'm glad, I'm glad you can make oh, it, man. So let me say this disclaimer now. If I offend anyone. Oh, Jesus. Um, that's too bad. Get over it. It'll just be a normal day. <laughs> yeah, get how over it. How would that be different from any other seven, other 7,500 shows? It's normally right. not, well, it's always unintentional, but you know, I try to make sure that I don't offend anyone sometimes, but today, shit. Right, don't go ahead. You starting to show off with lies already, man. Yeah. Um, but hug my neck. We, uh, oh Lord. We also have a special guest that you know. It's been a while since he's been on the show, uh, but you guys might know him from uh, on Twitter. He's at in the bleachers, uh, and uh, you know he's one of those people that's a success story, man. I, uh, all the way from the morning Jones uh, quitting his job live on the air. Yes, he did. Uh, to working for BleacherReport.com. It's my man Mike Feld, a.k.a. In the Bleachers. What's up, man? Not a thing, man. And I'm going to tell you, I want to use daywalking hashtag, but every time I go to type it, all I can think about is Blade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Karen spells it D-E-Y, but yeah, I, I, I had the same similar issues, you know, but... Uh, I don't know, man. Like the hashtags, normally people like are at the point now where they're forcing them. Yeah. So like they don't even know if the show is good. They just start calling it a nickname before the, it's like episode <laughs> one. The show can suck ass. Like, oh, you gonna watch that Constantine? Like, what if it sucks? Yes, right? You no, know, I'm not gonna watch it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna put a nickname on some shit that sucks, man. Like you gotta earn your nickname. <laughs> but um, Karen said uh, we should use day walking just kind of offhandedly on our podcast and. You know what? It's stuck, man. That's a really good fit. And, you know, it's been five seasons. I think that's enough time. Um, so before we even get started, man, Felder, man, what's it been up? What you been up to? And what's it like working for, uh, you know, official, you know, like outfit as opposed to, you know, freelancing, uh, mostly for yourself and stuff? Um, I don't use the F word anymore. Mm. Um, in public. (laughs) 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 Uh, it's nice though to know that I get a check every month. That's the, that's a big plus. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm growing up, man. I'm, you know, we were looking at a house this summer. We're going to get back to looking at houses in, uh, the springtime. We're getting married soon. So it's nice to have a little stability in the life, man. <laughs> yeah. You're going to be in the house husband's club, man. I mean, oh, you're, yeah. you're already doing all the work, man. Um, uh, <laughs> the other day, uh, he's, he was saying how, uh, he hasn't repeated a meal 
since uh I like met cooking or whatever since like august yep. which uh you know it's something i actively try to do whenever i cook too I, I i hate i like a little variety and i hate making the same thing over and over yeah that that's actually an accomplishment especially he cooks a lot so especially as much as he cooked that's an accomplishment because right. I'm like, fuck it. I know I got these ingredients in here. This is what we eat. I don't right. know how y'all do that because if I make something I like, it's like, mm, I got the taste for this. It was so good how I made it the other day. I want it again. I don't know how y'all do that. Well, one, there's yeah. always leftovers, right? Yeah. You know, so. I, yeah, I try to be very creative, but it's hard sometimes. But, uh, you know, me personally, I plan my stuff out so far in advance. Yeah. And then I try a lot of stuff. I, well, you know, I try a lot of things that, I'm just mildly interested in, but I'm just like, you know what? Tomato bisque. I've always wondered how you make that. Ah. Fuck it. You know? I hear you, man. Get that food meal. Exactly. Man, I looked it up today. Yeah, it was like, uh, I was like, it was tomato bisque too on allrecipes.com. That's why I get most two. of my, that's why I get most of my recipes, <laughs> but then I, um, like, I modified based on my own taste or whatever. Yes. Little so- stuff that I've learned, you know, um, uh, but anyway, so I, I was get, I looked at it, and the first instruction on the recipe was like, you know, get two pounds of tomatoes, run the tomatoes through a food mill. I was like, I gotta start a food mill. It's a lot of work. <laughs> what the hell is a food mill? I know. Now I got all of a sudden I gotta get employees. <laughs> I gotta deal with the union. Like it's not worth this, man. I just want to oh. make some tomato bisque, man. Yeah, so. about, about as bad as I read a uh, what is it a Dutch oven and couldn't figure out what the hell a Dutch <laughs> oven was and realized I had a Dutch oven the whole goddamn time. I thought it was like a separate oven, small oven that I was supposed to have. It's a particular type of pot. Mm-hmm. A food mill basically uh, smashes the juice out of. Um, fruits and vegetables without um giving you the skin and the seeds that's oh, that's what it's okay. supposed to do yeah, um, it's, it's i'm gonna end up buying one we'll have a baby soon and i'm gonna have to you know i'm probably gonna make my own baby food so mm-hmm. that'll be a thing i have to do so i'm not too worried about it um it, it'll be all it should be all good man I, I as for me for cooking man i try to make stuff that she likes i don't usually i don't eat a lot of italian i don't eat a lot of asian but i've been working on both of them and Listen, I can make my own pasta now, and I can roll my own pasta now, make my own ravioli. Uh, I started, I made sesame chicken today, which she really likes. I made mushu pork, mm. and I made mushu pork. I put it in top of, uh, on top of, uh, bok choy stalks on Sunday. So, Ooh. I'm gonna try one more new thing, um, probably Wednesday, Thursday. And, you know, I mean, it's just, it's, for me, this keeps me sane because, wow. I need to stay mentally engaged, and football does not do it for me the way that it seems to do it for everybody else. Mm-hmm. I've got to check out of football, and cooking is the thing that I can check out of, get into like a hobby, and focus my energy on so that I'm not stressed out about work. So does that mean you're like the other only brother that's in the um – Grocery store with the old white people like me, cause oh, with the coupons. Every time I go to grocery store in the middle of the day, it's just me and like everybody that served our country in the previous wars. I got a lot of uh, I got a lot of moms, a lot of mm, stay at home moms. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. If I go they, to the nice, if I go to the nice hair seater, that's what I get. Here's what here's what happens to me when I go. I I go and I talk to myself a lot because I spend every day home alone. Mm. So I talk to myself the whole time I'm in the store. Oh, we don't need that. Oh, we should get this. Oh, we need that. Oh, this will be great for her for lunch. And mul- multiple times people have walked up and been like, oh, my God, it's so – are you a stay-at-home dad? Are you a single dad? Oh, my God, are you getting that for your daughter? Yeah. 
I was, I, I'd be concerned that they worried about you, but they afraid to approach you because <laughs> both for both of y'all, these two big ass dudes in the store right. potentially talking to themselves. Once you, and, once they see, because I go, I'm on a schedule. It's right, like, they see me often. Yeah. Once they see you all the time. Mm-hmm. That's it. You're the good cashier. to go. Yeah. This, this, it's, friendly a, with you? it's an invitation to talk to you. So yeah. y'all got to join a cooking club with uh <laughs> well, with the women I, uh <laughs> in the neighborhood. I don't know how the wives gonna feel about this. Well, but what I do is first of all, I put my headphones in now. Like I listen to podcasts now. <laughs> I just have it in one ear, and it seems to be enough to ward off most of the overly talkative, bored people. Because I don't like talking to people, you know. So. Uh, but but it doesn't do enough to dissuade the cashiers because they're <laughs> they're my buddies now, yeah. so you know. And I'll come in with, uh, yeah yeah, they want to kick it. Like they're like, oh, it's my break time. You know, let's go outside smoke a cigarette or something. I'm like, dude, just ring my shit up. <laughs> you know, and it's funny because I'll come in there with Karen a lot of times, and so they know that I'm married or whatever. So I think they just think it's adorable that I'm that I'm obviously yeah. the one cooking this food. Yeah. Oh, for sure. But uh yeah, man. Uh, on a on a whole other note, man. Yeah. Y'all got me nervous. My marriage might not work out, man. Y'all like <laughs> y'all like here cooking this shit for the women. Like y'all setting the bar to another level and bragging about it that a lot of us dudes just ain't willing to, to go to do right now. You know uh, what's funny? And it fucked up, man. I, like I'm like y'all. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, man. Like 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 y'all. I'm upset with y'all right now. We're well, supposed know, to be what's, brothers. What's funny is light skinned. That's why. What's funny <laughs> is I'm not even bragging. Like we this this wasn't even us bragging. Nah, y'all. I feel like y'all showing off, man. Y'all no, talking I, about different. Want me to show off. I talk about on, on Fridays. I dust the whole house. See, see, and see. I, I God like damn to, it. I like to do Rod when I do laundry. I like to make sure every piece of laundry in the entire house is done. Right. Nope. Mm-hmm. I'll go in there and get to work on that laundry. I don't know why people don't like doing laundry anyway. It's the only chore, chore you can yeah. do in front of the TV. And you, it's not like you're actually washing the laundry. Right. Yeah, it's just a machine. <laughs> Man, y'all realize y'all fucking it up for the rest of us, right? <laughs> you know, y'all the, realize word gets out and spreads that this is what men should be doing mm-hmm. on a regular basis. <laughs> And we not doing it. Well, they would never expect us of light skin man anyway. So you should. Okay, okay. I'm, yeah, you I'm good have to in worry that department. About okay, yeah. you're right. You're right. <laughs> you get to stay home, play for PlayStation. My, for my dark skin brothers. Yeah. He fucking it up for y'all. That's that's yeah. why y'all can't. Again, this is why y'all can't. That's why y'all can't have a good thing. Yeah, you get to drive your wife's car around with the AKA plates on the front and <laughs> pick up from work and you yep. know and have side chicks. Right? Yeah, yeah. With <laughs> other chicks in the car and stuff and tell her don't worry about who was in the car. They lying. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we you know we like to put in the extra effort, man. That's all. I made some uh lettuce wraps the other day, man. Yes, those oh. joints was good, man. Oh, I, they was awesome. I, I made them with ground turkey instead of the uh beef that they say comes comes with it. Um, and you know what? One couldn't tell that much of a difference, man. It's, it's, I'm gonna tell you. I'm telling you right now, man. I was supposed to put the mushu pork in a lettuce wrap. Son. I took the bok. I took the bok choy stalk, the bottom part of it. Mm-hmm. It's more. It's sturdier. Mm. Put that in there. You could take a bite off of it. It doesn't break on you. It doesn't fold on you. Writing that down right now. All right. Yeah, because I couldn't find the right kind of lettuce. Was it romaine they wanted? Or nah, they wanted that butter something. Oh, yeah. No. So I was like, yeah, I decided not to. I went with that green leaf kind of. The, yeah. Um, but uh, I couldn't Justin find it. Like, what are y'all talking about? <laughs> yeah, but I couldn't find the right lettuce anyway. Like I was like, that's the other thing about shopping by myself. Um. At the store, um, in the middle of the day, my, my, the least favorite part is when sometimes I have to make a tough decision because they don't have something. 
and I have to substitute it. Because <laughs> yeah. I will literally sit there for fucking like 10 minutes looking at like three different tomato sauces. Like, look, look, but they you said know, it was know. supposed to have. Look, we only got failed until 7.30. We need to get to the walking dead. <laughs> now, look, yeah. You guys, look, I don't know look, what y'all are talking about right look, now. We're not rushing we this. Done the we're intro. Not gonna, no, we're not going to rush this conversation. Anything. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm Miss Majestic. Because I'm going to say this. Now, Roderick would mess with me when we used to go shopping and I would like, he asked me to go get something and I would mm-hmm. back up to see the entire section of bread <laughs> and he would be coming up and come on, just pick some shit. And I'd be like, well, goddamn, what can I see what's on sale? Can I see if it's something new? Now, he's doing it. So yeah. now you understand but that I'm, thing. But here's the difference. It's a ma- major difference. I'm by myself. I'm not wasting <laughs> anyone's time. <laughs> like, I'm not wasting my time. Yeah, well, I because I'll be like, Karen, uh, can you go get uh, some sour cream? And it'll just be the same light sour cream that we always need. <laughs> it's never a difference. There's not 17 different brands. There's no sour cream with feta cheese in it. It's all the same oh, shit. It might be. And I'll just go ahead and um, shop, and I'll I'll get like four things before I even go look for Karen, because I know <laughs> she's gonna be over there for twenty minutes. All right, let's get into what people came here for. <laughs> that was my my bad about that detour, everybody in podcast it's okay. land. Kristen but, uh, doesn't even go to the grocery store unless it's to pick up one specific thing. <laughs> right. Was, oh, that's the worst too. You ever do that, man? You get like ninety percent into a recipe, and then you like, oh, I don't have it. Yeah. Oh. Man, yeah, I will text the fuck out of Karen. Like, yep, hey, that's listen. That's exactly what I do. <laughs> like hey, you, on your way home, can you get, uh, we just need sesame seeds. Can you do that? Right. You want to yeah. eat, right? Well, I'm going to need you to get a root beer. I know it's a weird ingredient to me, too. <laughs> I didn't think I needed it for fucking ribs either, but we do. <laughs> um, All right, man. So this is episode, Um, what episode are we on? Three of uh Day Walking, a.k.a. The Walking Dead. Uh, let me play my music. I forgot to do this last week. They walking y'all. Um, this episode was called four walls and a roof. It was directed by Jeffrey F. January. Written by Angela Kang and Corey Reed. And uh, it had 13.8 million viewers, which is a slight drop from last week and the week before. But uh, let's talk about the actual episode. Uh, in this uh, week, we find out that uh, Bob has been kidnapped by the Terminus crew. Mm-hmm. Who should have been dead if Rick had anything to do with Barbecued his legs real good. Mm-hmm. Several people are still uh, still alive. Including Gareth, um, I believe the guy's name was Greg, who Tyrese was supposed to kill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he did that one bad. Yeah, he. I guess he decided to punch to the side of the face is the same as killing somebody. Oh, man, <laughs> hey man, so. he just can't do anything right, man. No, because right. Carol would have separate the whites like you want them to. He can't no. do shit. Mm-hmm. He can't he even put keep reds a, in there. He can't even keep an eye on Judith. Like just keep right. her separated from the cannibals. And what does he do? Turns his back and let hey, he want to hold Judah for me. Yeah, he's just <laughs> looking out of the window. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so um, the, and then uh, Bob gets kidnapped. Um, we find out that he was bitten, and that's why he was about to cry uh, earlier right. before he got kidnapped. Um, he hit that bite well. The terminus people have been eating his 
uh rancid leg um which he called tainted meat which is a beautiful black acting um they drop bob off at the church where the rest of the survivors are at uh after they've gone to look for bob to you know with no luck so they they drop him off they drop bob off outside the church um inside the church we found out that uh father gabriel's deep dark secret is that he sat into sat in the middle of the church and let everybody die when he locked the doors every night right. um so that's that's why it was scratches outside and they you'll you'll burn for this um and uh gareth and the guys come to uh ambush rick and the crew at the church when rick and those guys go to uh find where gareth and, and them are located in a camp but um rick and the crew double back and kill Gareth and all those guys uh, in a very brutal scene. Mm-hmm. Also, there's turmoil inside the group because Abe and all the, uh, you know, all, Eugene and that crew, they want to still head to DC. Uh, but with Daryl and Carol missing, mm-hmm. uh, Rick decides we should all wait and stay together. Um, and before heading out to DC and, uh, they reach a bargain where, you know, Half the group will go to D.C. and the other half will stay at the uh, church. So um, let's let me get your overall impressions with the episode. I'll start first with you, Karen. What do you think about Four Walls and a Roof? It was excellent. Um, it showed uh, how Rick switched that switch and like he fucked them people up when they was trying to rape Carl. And that switch is still on. He hadn't turned it off yet. Like it, it is like. On ten, he was like, "Fuck with me, fuck with my crew, I will fuck you up." No, I'll ask questions later. Mm. Okay, what about you, Justin? Um, Obviously, I enjoyed the episode. I enjoyed the show, Um, except for the end, the very last scene. Mm -hmm. Don't don't leave me in suspense like that. (laughs) Oh yeah, it's like it's like they almost are saying there'll be an episode next week, right? Yeah, that's such a tease. Such a tease. Tell us the whole story right away. (laughs) Not the whole story. Yeah, just Just let me know what's gonna happen this season. Let me climax. That's all I'm asking. Don't don't leave me up to the climax and then don't let don't finish me off. I want the happy ending. It's like a cliffhanger. (laughs) (laughs) You want it all. I want the happy ending. Yeah. Now you got. uh, Now keep in mind, you did catch up on the show by watching Netflix, right? Yep. Like, didn't you binge watch Netflix? Yep, sure did. Yeah, yeah see, that's, that's caught up in like a week. Yeah, right, that's one of the dangers of binge watching yes. on Netflix and then switching over to weekly. Yep, I'm like that about the Arrow, man. Yeah, you do end up with that that blue balls between episodes, man. <laughs> yeah, well, you used to going next, 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 next. Like with the Arrow, I watched like what was it, 24 episodes per season. Mm-hmm. I watched like two two seasons straight in like less than two weeks. Like I was four five, you know, six hours straight sometimes on the weekend watching and it was one of them things like once i got caught up i was like shit now i gotta wait <laughs> yep. yeah uh felder what about you man overall impressions with this episode i love the episode i love this season so this episode fits with everything in this season where they're answering questions almost immediately and mm-hmm. it just it's i don't like bob so that was fantastic to see him <laughs> and i just Right, I don't know what they. I don't know how they made this decision in the writers' room or whatever. But the choice to let's answer all these questions each episode, I think it's fantastic. Yeah, um, I think pacing um, is picking yep. up, and it's finally reached the uh, same point. Now it's not caught up to the comic book, mm-hmm. but it's the same level They're of pacing. In on it. 
oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah but it's, it's the, to me it's the same level of pacing that, that the comic book took on um right about now like <clears throat> i want to say like the first few books compared to the you know like books probably like five through seven or whatever right. the first few books were pretty slow mm-hmm. like you know it's a lot of like inner turmoil will shane and rick be able to work this out and right you know and then all of a sudden it just becomes like people are eating people it's like what <laughs> oh don't worry that was three episodes ago it's taken care of but there's a dude with an eye patch and he's a rapist it's like whoa you know like <laughs> it just starts coming at you so fast and uh what i appreciated about this episode is it continues a theme that started with uh episode 16 well yeah episode 16 the last season a um rick and that crew are the most dangerous motherfuckers yeah. in the planet like, mm-hmm. like don't play yeah don't, a well-oiled machine they can handle anything man like the efficiency because there's a little twist that they do in this that they didn't do in the book so the efficiency that they handle these guys with and how they out outthought them yeah. was just so impressive man um all right let's yeah be- uh, go ahead Ken. oh yeah because um they was talking about when they bought bob back and he was like um they want us to panic we ain't panicking yeah and they you know and they do the thing on tv where they keep you in the dark on the plan right because you know to, to get us some suspense or some you know whatever but you know when they leave you know in the in the comic book i guess we can say this now it's not that huge of a spoiler but in the comic book like they ambushed the guys at their camp so when they leave i'm like huh well i guess they're gonna do exactly what the comic book did and ambush the guys at the camp then they show gareth and them coming out the woods i'm like oh damn (laughs) yeah uh they about to die you know (laughs) like so yeah it was cool um to see them like you know outthink them to a neck the next level even um all right, so let's start with the first scene. Gareth is having a discussion with Bob. Bob, of course, uh, he's only got one leg left, and he's uh, about to be. He looks like he's like almost in and out of consciousness. Like he's just giving up. Yeah, and it's like waiting to die. Right. <laughs> so um, Gareth is giving his long like Bond villain speech. Right. Where they explain like their entire purpose and life story and all this stuff. You no know, bears, uh, bears yeah. when they starve and they eat the cubs. And yeah. If the bear dies, the cub dies. But if the bear lives, he can make more cubs. Right. Yeah. Then he was like, "Stay with me. I'm trying to tell you a story." I was like, "Nigga, what?" Keep in mind, Bob. I mean, like they're eating Bob, and the thing he said before he started the speech was. If it's any consolation, you taste better than we thought you would, or something like that. Like Racist. dark meat. Mm-hmm. I was like, why you thought I would taste bad? Hmm. White man. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, he's like, you know, you taste like cocoa butter and shea. Is it shea butter? <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh. So yeah, he was uh, you know, giving them this long speech, and he's talking about how they, uh, you know, basically they, it's like they don't have a choice but to eat people. Yeah. Uh. Let's keep in mind, everybody. Nobody else is eating people. Right. And they had, if you remember in Terminus, they had a full garden. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a full functional garden. That was for seasoning people? <laughs> yes. Yep. You had to have your sides. You had, right. had to have your salad before the main course. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, that is, in like, case I, somebody they also had a like full five. deli of people. Right. I, right. I feel <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I feel like most of us in the zombie apocalypse, and maybe I'm assuming a lot, assuming a lot. Most of us could go vegan if we needed to. Like, mm-hmm. if the other choice was like eating people, we'd be like, 
I guess I'm a vegan for a while. My, my diet is consists of juices and berries. Right. <laughs> Let's try these vegetables. Right. I guess I'll give zucchinis a shot. Jeez. How, how happy was they when Glenn came through? They was like, ooh, some Asian cuisine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, they would they would have just been hungry like ten minutes later. So sushi y'all, sushi y'all. <laughs> um, no disrespect. He, he was talking to at first a building full of zombies. Apparently, the school they were holed up at. Yeah. Uh, there were zombies on the inside trying to break out and he put his hand on the glass, uh, like almost like a prison scene. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, you know, eventually the glass is going to break and they're going to get out. And, and they juxtaposed the zombies eating with them eating Bob, which was a really cool scene. Mm-hmm. Um, which also, you know, kind of goes back to that. Who's really the walking dead type thing, you know? Right. What, what really makes us human, especially when you're eating people the same way the zombies are. Right. Um, and Bob, you know, and was kind of casual about it. Uh, he didn't even really look like he was hurting that much. Um, and then they, then Gareth went in a little too much, man. He was like, we almost caught Carol. Um, but, uh, you know, she got away with, with Daryl. They drove off in the car. Yeah, they're going to look for Beth. He's like, I can't wait to eat her. I don't um, know why he didn't think Carol was going to fuck him and his crew up. Like, yeah. she took down your whole camp. You, you think you're going to send a few guys to go capture her? Really? Right. Yeah, you really would think they would have learned a lesson. Yeah, her and Daryl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really, bro? Really? But, she uh, took your whole camp archer. down. Yeah, say that again, Felder. The archer. Yeah. Right. He just kept calling Daryl the, the Archer. The I was archer. like, mm-hmm. it's a crossbow. Um, so, <laughs> so they basically, um, you know, he says, I would like to eat her. And he's like, you know, we decided that the women taste the be- better than men because it's theory that, you know, they have extra layer of fat for just in case they get pregnant. Even the skinny ones have it, uh, especially, uh, like, you know, that pretty one, Sasha, um, who, you know, Bob is dating. Um, is that what it's called? <laughs> Yeah, I almost would say was dating. Yeah, was when you're when you're when you're dying of a zombie bike. I feel like that's like the slowest way to break up, other than like friend zones or something. So he was like, "Yeah, uh, you know, I want to. I can't wait to eat her too." Which to me was like a note. Like I made a mental note at this point that they no longer see people even like sexually. Mm-mm. No, just food. Yeah, it's just like he was saying pretty like pretty taste good not like you yeah. know i might try to holler at her see mm-hmm. if we can get on our side you know no, he's like pretty like she comes with her own seasoning she has yeah. internal grease yeah he did say pretty people taste better right which makes you think like i wonder women say what and in particular women yeah i wonder if he would like ugly people ugly, like maybe an ugly woman he would date because then he would like our crew. yeah you can come down i would date you because obviously I don't want to, I don't want to eat you, you know, like you're, this is too ugly ah. to eat. But, um, yeah, so he was like, you know, um, once he said that, Bob kind of looked up, um, and I thought he was going to say, so you don't have a racial preference. I mean, but he said he just looked ah. up and, uh, he got ready to, uh, like kind of look like start crying or laughing or something. Yeah. And, uh, Gareth kind of corrects him like perspective, Bob. I am trying to talk to you like a human being. I was like, this went too far. You're yeah, eating me. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, uh, the, okay, the irony alarm went way off a couple of minutes ago, but that now it's just, you overloaded it. Yes. 
um so that's when my man uh d'angelo from the wire started uh acting his ass off man he said he started he did the crying laugh which is uh extremely hard to pull off i think as, as actors like because he really did go from like i thought he was breaking down sobbing and then he he went for the full deal and hit that um tainted meat mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yes he did that was so good man <laughs> hey, hey the looks on those people faces mm-hmm. <laughs> when he showed them that bite like, mark do, do, do even gareth up? even gareth was shook and that's yeah. how you silence a room right there, man. Oh, boy was throwing up. Like, he yes. might as well pull this dick out and be like, see, mine bigger than yours. <laughs> it's true. Everybody, <laughs> like, people start throwing up. They were freaking out. Uh, I think that dude, uh, Greg was like, just let me kill him now. And, uh, the only thing that stopped him was, um, uh, uh, Gareth was like, no, we need him for the plan. And we cooked it. He was like, and we cooked it, so we should have killed the derms. <laughs> they was trying to, they was trying to talk it out. They didn't know. Like uh, it was salmonella. Hey, <laughs> man. You know, we kept the kitchens clean over at Terminus. Hey, Come man. on. Bob out here spreading this tainted meat like a brother with no condoms on. Yeah. <laughs> like, just, <laughs> like just out here, oh, you good, girl. You won't catch it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He was like, we cooked it, man. What's, I mean, what's the worst thing that could happen? Um, but, are we gonna turn? Yeah, <laughs> Bob hit him with that ODB. If I got it, you got it. <laughs> it was so. Oh, that was so salty. Yeah, man, that was a uh, great moments in great moments in trolling history. <laughs> you just troll the shit out of some Wait people. until they finished the licking their fingers and because yeah. you know, just, oh, this some good barbecue. Stopped it up with some bread. Like he waited long enough that they couldn't throw it all up. Right, they done digested it and everything. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> mm, that's some good barbecue. And man, like, I watched it again. Like, when he gets kicked in the head, <laughs> um, the sound that he make, like, the way that he says the line tainted meat right before that, it reminded me of Chappelle's show. <laughs> yes. It was so good. He's like, tainted meat! <laughs> like, <slap. laughs> oh. Yes, it, yes, it, it, well, it was very, it was, <laughs> It was very tainted meat. Yeah, I, I'm trying to see if I can find the video of it. Bob just solidified five, five, all five job offers <laughs> off that um, scene right there. Yeah, listen to this. No matter how much we hate all this ugly business, a man's got to eat. Oh man, wait, this from last week. Never mind. That's, yeah, that's the end of uh, the end of last week. I was waiting. It's yeah, this is bad advertising. It says tainted meat scene. It's not. No. Way to that. way to go, YouTube. Yeah. But yeah, he uh but yeah, he's like tainted meat and then they kick him in his head, knock him the fuck out like Chappelle show. So good. <laughs> um so uh <laughs> we cut back to uh Sasha who's in the woods looking for him and this is a clip they showed in the preview for next week if you guys watch Talking Dead mm-hmm. they always show like a preview clip mm-hmm. and Sasha's out with a night scope um and her rifle Yeah, she's like I'm gonna find him. Yeah, like she really stepped it up this week. Like she's a soldier now. Yes. Um so she's in there and she noticed one of the markings on the tree. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then she like turns around, a zombie's like right in her face. Uh, she kill, she kills one of them. Uh, and then Tyrese comes from behind, grabs her. 
and um they all head back to the church i couldn't figure out why he grabbed her mouth when he um grabbed her probably so she wouldn't scream yeah so they because you know sound attracts zombies right yeah but she was getting ready to kill him uh <laughs> i guess he waited till her back was turned i don't know i don't know uh, plus i don't want your hands around my mouth right but what did they what did rick and them get these cool ass weapons from now like did they take them from terminus did they take him from the crew that tried to rape him and um, his son? That's where I thought they got him from, that yeah. crew. Yeah. Because yeah. he got some cool-ass weapons Because remember, now. They remember got he, silencers and mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, remember yeah, he said he was going to hide They got the silencers yeah. when they were at the church. Right. Yeah, because remember okay. they went around for supplies. That is right. the refrigerator. Yeah, when the threesome was going to pop yeah, off. That is right. Okay. Um, he fucked up. Yeah, he fucked up the threesome. But, um, so then he was, uh, you know, they, they, you know, they, they chilling in the woods or whatever, and they go, let's go back to the church. Uh, Father Gabriel, Gabriel, it looks like he was doing inventory maybe of that food they got last week or something. I don't know what exactly he was doing, but Sasha walked up and told him stop. <laughs> and it was funny because like he wasn't going anywhere. <laughs> like it wasn't like what he was doing was so important. She was just like stop, stop everything. And she's I, like, what's, what's your deal basically? I rewound that part because I was like, did he do something I ain't see? Was he sticking her, was he giving her the middle finger? Yeah. Nope. Like, she, she was like, was stop. he giving Everyth- her the side eye? What was he doing? Nope. She was like, fuck everything you're doing right now. I don't give a goddamn about what you counting. We're our people. Yeah. She gave him that black mama in church stop. Yep. Well, you don't even know what you're doing wrong. Just stop. And you're like, oh, I'm breathing. Now. I've only had that feeling one time and that's when I got pulled over for being black. Mm. I was like, wait, I ain't, I ain't doing shit. What's, well, what's about to happen now then? <laughs> like, what's next? Cause usually black people get fucked up in this situation. Yeah, that's, that's what my mom, like, uh, in church, she would hit us with that stop. And hey, you have to figure out what you did wrong later. Yeah. Like, you, know, you just, what was it? Yeah, you just stop everything. Like, was I sucking on my peppermint too loud? Yeah. Was I- you just drop shit, break yeah. shit. Yeah, because right now you thinking about shit you did earlier in the week, <laughs> right? And got she away with. <laughs> right. It was like, and for you, right? It was like he told, didn't he? Yeah. A- not well for me. Nah, she would just say stop, and we'd be in the middle of church, and I'd be like, "Am I turning my my book pages too hard? Am I looking at something? Am I, you know what I mean? Like, is, is there candy in my pocket? Is making a sound like?" But you just stopped moving. And that's exactly how Gabriel reacted. He was just like, I'm not moving or breathing. What's the problem? She uh, might stab me. Right. right. That's exactly what I right. said. Right, because she walked up like, I will fuck you up. Yeah, I said, he about to get stabbed or some shit. And he, that he ain't have nothing to do with. And he's he just going to get stabbed for no reason. <laughs> I, I think she was. And he definitely not used to dealing with an angry black woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> he's been in that church for two years. Yeah, it look, that must up, man. My secret, like. You know, my secret theory for that church is that he's the only black preacher in the in a white town. Like it's right. a, I think it's a white church. That's my Me guess. Too. Cause uh he he couldn't handle Sasha at all. That was <laughs> that was one of my hints. The other hint yep. is the other hint, that church way too good, man. It's too clean. The condition <laughs> the condition of the stuff inside is Don't too good. Don't look that in how to have a building fund. Yeah, no MLK fans, mm-hmm. no like I was looking at little no shit. Home service fans. The AC looked like it worked when it was working. Yeah, you no know? mm-hmm. no random uh bootleg speakers hanging from the side of the church. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they had AC. Yeah, I noticed some shit, man. White Jesus, of course. But that well, you really can't tell that way, but the paint was actually white. Yeah. <laughs> it would look freshly painted. Well, I don't know, man. They had canned food driving two places. I don't know. They actually had a bus instead of the van. Right, and it was working. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I, 
I was going to talk about that bus, man, because yeah. they fixed it with no tools. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, to me, the bus was working. Because Abe was like, I'll fix the bus. I'm like, but you fixed it in six hours and you didn't even go outside once. So. You didn't get no tools to get no parts. <laughs> yeah. No. I didn't see a wrench. I didn't see a screwdriver. <laughs> Sounds like the bus was working. Yeah. What did you do? Just blow off the dust? Right. Found key. Yeah. He found, right. He's like, I got a bus and we can fix it with this key. <laughs> it was like, I saw it first. So it's mine. I was like, oh, so that, so he following the rules of Dara old crew. So, like, you, um, you claim it is yours now. Apparently so. So finally, um, through the power of uh black female aggressiveness and uh the white man's privilege yeah they had to pull her back because i i think he she just talked to her any longer she'd have fucked him up you know what's funny um i don't think rick was that much better like no. i don't like it was like he, he was probably even more aggressive yeah i don't feel like he called sasha back because he was like oh no sasha you gonna go in i felt like he was like nope this is my role now I'm about to go ahead and put my gun in his face and we're going to get to the bottom of this. And he did. Gabriel confessed, uh, everything. Yep. Mostly that he just stood inside while children and women died at the front of his church. Uh, and he's like reading playboys or something. <laughs> his, his wife too. His wife. Yeah, he let his wife die, man. What a She's asshole. probably the one that wrote that on the back of the church. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know she did. You're going to burn for this. Yeah. Oh man, I know it got awkward. So, uh, so you know what? I I wonder how many people loved him, but the second he locked them out, he was a nigger. <laughs> you mean tell me this nigga that locked us out of our goddamn church? We give you- and we allowed him to be the pastor? How dare he? That, that's the edited scene you'll see on the DVD edition. Right. <laughs> the walking dead. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it is still Georgia. Right. Know? And maybe like some of that old Southern latent racism came out afterwards. Yeah, it, was, it was all love until they were locked outside that church. It'll yeah. be the other side of the church they hadn't showed yet. Right. <laughs> it's a nigga, 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 nigga. <laughs> <laughs> they were fellowship until then. Oh my god! If there were racial slurs on the other side of church, oh my it god. probably was. Showed them the, 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 when the bus drove off. Then they, you could see them then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, we should have known. Oh, that's what it was. Okay. Um, but uh, let him in either. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I, he probably got blamed for the whole <laughs> zombie thing anyway. Well, then the twist would have been like it would have been black people that was putting the racial slurs up there too. Because <laughs> it's like everybody get racist when you try to let them die, man. Yeah, uh, they do. <laughs> uh, so he did deliver his good word, though, man. You know, he got it off his chest and confessed. Um, and uh, my man Bama Reggie said Rick's mannerism when he interrogates people are the same as battle rappers. He is absolutely right. Like Rick does that thing where he like dugs his head and gets in there and puts his, like he's holding the gun. Like he hears the beat. Yeah. <laughs> like I do live with my mom, you know. Um, but yeah, he was uh he was up at church like bill collectors was knocking on the door at my grandmama's house when we was growing up. And my grandma used to make us be quiet. <laughs> Turn the lights off. Turn off the TV. Turn it off. Yeah. Ah! Like we, she used to make us put food in back in the oven. Yeah, <laughs> everybody gonna be hungry. I know you smell it, but you ain't eating shit. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you like, like your, your fork hit that fucking plate. They be like, what? Shh, what? I, stop. So, um, you know, they they gave Bob back about this time before yeah. like Gabriel was still breaking down, and they didn't have a receipt or nothing. <laughs> Just left his food. They whistled. Have eaten. Yeah, they whistled twice. You can't do that at a restaurant. <laughs> They left him on the, they left him on the ground 
with zombies <laughs> like what <laughs> a- assholes mm-hmm. just assholes man they came and uh the crew came and got them um and they pulled them inside and what i noticed is they had spray painted an a on the building mm-hmm. and that's the same as the train car from episode episode 16 of, of uh season four remember the last episode was named a mm-hmm. and it was for the a on the side of the train car so it was like a psychological this is the train car now y'all right. y- y'all are now in this building uh and we're gonna eat you still and i saw that and i said they don't remember what happened the last time they was fucking with rick and them right like, and i was like you know what in theory his plan sounds good we're right. gonna get all your people one by one we're gonna but i was like but no you know what rick and them will fuck him up he should know this yeah this is why you die you keep fucking right. with the hornet's nest but they think that they're the hunters yeah Mm-hmm. They're the they're the butcher. Everybody else is the cattle. They think they're you know Billy Badass. Mm-hmm. We'll get to that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, uh, yeah, they did take him back. Someone said they t- took Bob back. Like when you order it wrong, get the drive through. <laughs> <laughs> turn around, go back. Um, <laughs> they got the dark biscuit. They didn't want no dark biscuits. But this, yeah. it, no, they took him back. Like if you had your burger and then you ate half of it, right? Hey, this ain't this ain't right. This ain't the right one. Yeah. Got tomatoes. I said no fucking tomatoes. You know my favorite thing about um, <laughs> I, uh, I was thinking about this too because I when I retweeted that I was thinking like uh, that was from Mars Victus. He, Mars Victus. What I was thinking about is like, man, you know you made it in life to a new level. When you get to that level where you stop caring about them fucking up your order at the drive-thru. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I remember when I used to be like, no, fuck that. And turn the car around and like, I'm going to show out. Like, you done fucked up my order, man. You know? <laughs> and now it's just like chicken, fish, who gives a fuck? And you just, like, and now I just go home like, yeah. it was close enough. I <laughs> think that's made, because to me. To me, that's just defeated. You recognize that life is just going to beat you down always. <laughs> Ain't no sense in complaining. Like, if I go, listen, it's all, it's going to cost me more to turn around and go back. And I don't even want, you know what? I don't even need this. It ain't healthy. Right. I don't need it. Yeah. I get something at home. That's true, yeah. too. Like, I do start doing that in my head. But it's also like, there'll be another Wendy's. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like there used to be a time where it was, that was the last $5. So did I make so, this? It, when it, hold on one second. When it was the last five dollars, I was gonna you gonna get it right. <laughs> okay, I will be back. We will have this discussion as many times as we need to, because my last five dollars demands that are pickles on my number six. But when it's like you know one of many five dollars, it's like fuck it, man. They just kids. What are you gonna say, Justin? So, so that so I so then I questioned just the other day because I was at Popeyes the other day, mm-hmm. and I asked for the the two piece white meat. But she rang it up as something else. And then she was like, what's well, the same price? I'll make sure I fix it. So I was like, cool, it's the same price. But then when I looked at the menu to double check, you're not just going to tell me anything. I was like, oh, well, it's 20 cent higher. And I was thinking, man, like last year, this would have been an issue. I'd have been like, bitch, rang my shit up. <laughs> Different. I don't want to see two charges on If I, You know, like it right. would have been an issue. Like, mm-hmm. and I want extra food now. Like, now I want you, three orders of what I ordered. Like, it's just, it just it, me. Yeah, it's a whole issue now. Like, everything right. an issue. And you I was just like, yeah, yeah, extra food. Come yeah, on. like it was like I was like, eh, it's twenty cent. Like, okay, I I let it go. And I was like, 
when I got in the car, I was like, wait, I let that go. What? Yeah. What's happening to me? Yeah. You're the guy. Right. And it's called getting older and realizing the shit ain't that goddamn important. Because, right. yeah, man, you know, me and Roger told y'all we go to Bojangles the right before they close. And it's like a, a, a bargaining hunt. It was like, yeah, can I have the eight pieces? I was like, we ain't got no legs, no thighs, no this, no yeah. that. I was like, well, whatever do you got? Well, mm-hmm. all we got is chicken strips. We give you 25 chicken strips. Okay. Oh, it don't even matter. Yeah, it's nope. like a negotiation. See, I used to be like, fuck that. You're going to fry me some fresh chicken because you say you open. Go ahead and cook uh, yeah, it. You yeah. Know, man, drop my chicken. Spit, you man, know what? Nah. Spit and roll Justin's food on the goddamn floor. Yeah, it ain't even about that for me, though. Honestly, I just don't believe you. Not with Bojangles. I will believe any other place would fry some chicken other than Bojangles. Because Bojangles really, they get ignorant as shit when it's about time to close. Like, I have sat there and tried to wait them out. Like, they do that thing like, well, we ain't got no wings. And I'm just like. Mm, okay, well, uh, I guess y'all need to do something about that. Well, I guess we do need to do something about that. That's you, well, I mean, I ain't got all day. Well, sir, we close at ten. That's because you <laughs> make dog, up your mind. So you dog skin. They treat you. They treat you. They can't tell in the drive through. They can't tell from my oh, voice. See, I don't go in the drive through. I hate the fucking drive. Yeah, I go through the drive through. They can't tell I, from my voice. I like face to face. I want you to be able to see that I'm frustrated right now. <laughs> Justin, that dude that goes in Bojangles and picks out the individual pieces of chicken. <laughs> no, 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 no. Put that thigh back. I don't want that one. Yeah, no, give me the big, yeah, that thigh. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) I'm surprised you ain't got your ass whooped because showing out in the the fast food. You know, them people don't get paid enough to give a damn about their freedoms. They, I think they, (laughs) I never mind, you know, especially growing up where I grew up, Karen. It was either fight or you getting punked. So I know we can take it though, but, but I I guess, I guess for me, I don't mind. and it is just my personality. I, I, I don't, I guess I'm not, I don't care enough for, but like this, for me to get mad, it gotta be something serious. Cause it's, it has been situations, but like this, if being a woman, if it's something that I really, really, really want it and really kind of, you know how you had that thing, you just have your mouth tuned up for mm-hmm. and they fuck it up. I, I, nah, I will go in and we're going to have issues and problems. I don't think but I overall, was, ever, I don't think I was ever mad. I was just, that was just my attitude. Like, I didn't, I just argue. didn't care. Yeah, like, I just didn't care. Like, like. See, like, I be scared I get stabbed, so. It's one of those things where, like, I'm so petty, like, I don't mind going back and forth and doing this all day and coming back the next day and doing it again. <laughs> you, you somebody that I will put, uh, a big old sign and ban you from my restaurant because I was like, we're not going through this area goddamn time. <laughs> you come in here, you see him, don't serve him. Get my food right. Y'all well, that, speaking of getting the food right, they returned Bob. <laughs> and they must have been pissed off because they went back in. <laughs> with with guns and weapons and shit. But you can't cook them too long yourself and then take them back. Right, right. <laughs> you prepared the meal. How you how you gonna take back a you gonna take a take home meal home and then get mad because then turn right. They turn bought, out right. They bought steak at the grocery stores. Like, yeah, we overcooked this on the grill. I'm bringing it back. I need some fresh steak. But ah! there was like that green steak that you get from food line back in the day. <laughs> like it's not that wasn't their fault that he got bit. Um That's So do y'all true. shop at any other store other than Harris Teeter? Uh, mostly Harris the Publix. Uh, we Publix, went there yeah, the other yeah. day. I tried. Oh, something specific, I might go to Food Line. Yeah, it's gotta be specific I to tr- make me go somewhere I else. I tried a different store the other day and I was disappointed in myself. I was like, it doesn't taste the same. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm brainwashed. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm never going to another store again. I don't care what it is on sale. That's that- what they said about Bob. We'll never do dark meat again. Yeah, that privilege is the best seasoning, dog. <laughs> <laughs> over there, Harris Tater, like. <laughs> 
ST, they go the extra mile. They come out back and be like, you want me to cut each rib up for you? You're like, damn. Mm. Hey, y'all done told Roger. I didn't even know this was a service. Oh, yeah, well, right. they, cut your, <laughs> they cut your meat back there? Yeah. yeah. Oh, but, yes. dude, I shopped other places before Harris Teeter. I never knew that was a thing you could ask. It wouldn't have crossed my mind. And he came out and offered it without me asking. It was like, I would like to do some extra work. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I, know, I know my guys in the butcher department, man. They hooked me up. Mm-hmm. Old boy, old boy, always asking me, hey, "Yo, what'd you what'd you do with that fish? How you cook that fish? <laughs> hey, how did you do? Uh, um, when you got them steaks last week, man? Did you try what I told you about the broiler with the clarified butter?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I did. It was delicious. The other day, <laughs> the other day at Harris Tita, though, um, I got some eggs and I get the brown eggs. Mm-hmm. And I only get them because of laziness, really. Like, yeah, I can see through. They have a clear see through pack, and I don't have to check. I don't have to open it up to check if the eggs are broke. Right, that's right. That's why I started using that shell. Like, good, I ain't got to open it so up. So the dude was cashing us out, and he was like, "Um, yeah, man, um, you getting those brown eggs?" And I was like, "Yep." And he was like, "Oh man, I hate the brown eggs." And I'm like, "Bitch, that's why I'm buying them, not you." And he was like, "Yeah, man, they just..." so strong you know they taste too eggy <laughs> i was like how the fuck is an egg don't taste too much like egg it's egg motherfucker it's an egg it, i would be worried if my egg didn't taste like egg that you're the one that should be worried about your eggs dog these are natural fresh like brown eggs that came out of like a real chicken and shit what kind of eggs plus it was a little racist because he was white and then he ain't like the brown eggs powdered, he, he liked them powder eggs yeah. Liquid eggs. It's I've like, never heard that before. It's too eggy. What does he want his eggs to taste like? Right. Bacon. He wants that bacon flavor <laughs> egg. Ah, <laughs> now later flavor egg. First of all, flavored eggs sounds like a gold mine, and we should probably keep that to ourselves. <laughs> but second of all, egg tasting like egg is not a problem. <laughs> it's too, this vanilla ice cream is too vanilla. Yeah. <laughs> mm. tastes, like, tastes like ice cream. What is this? Too much ice cream? Take yeah. this shit back. <laughs> I, I wanted pudding flavor ice cream. Um, I'll, t- I'll tell you guys what this yeah. uh, this salmon is. It's too salmon. Yeah. <laughs> mm, this yeah. tastes fishy to you. <laughs> is this fish we eat? Yeah, because no, I ordered salmon. Um, <laughs> so Bob tells him the bad news, um, and he wasn't playing the good from bad game anymore. Uh, just, he did have a smile on his face though. Just bad from bad. Yes. Uh, well, he was happy to see Sasha. Like I said, yes, he, he was. He upgraded the most possible. In a zombie pie. He took advantage of that situation. And, no, I don't blame him. You know, um, yeah, no, no, no shot, no, no, no shade to Bob. I mean, you do what you, what you can do when you can do it, man. So he was like, uh, I'm just happy to be back in your arms, baby. And, uh, you know, everybody was like, well, damn, you dying. And he was like, yep. Then he told them Daryl and Carol drove off. So the group knows that they drove they're off. They, yeah, they might, yeah, they're alive. They don't know if, uh, you know where they went or anything like that as you know at the moment um then uh sasha and them like go lay them up in the bed and you know kind of talk to them and stuff um who offered to carry him tyrese, uh, tyrese of course tyrese mm-hmm. i'll carry you mm-hmm. why can't he walk they made herschel walk with one leg <laughs> yeah he figured something out gabriel tried to act like they needed to be on some non-violence yeah. I'm like, dude, if you don't shut all the way the fuck up, yeah, because you can't gonna, just sit in the house for this one, man. Gabriel gonna get himself left. They gonna be like, well, you can't. Like, what good are you coming with us? You can't kill nobody. Yeah, right. Sick, Grace. And you know they taking the food when they leave, so he gonna just be <laughs> in there by himself. Um, so he was like, you know, he started making that Gabriel about to cry face again, <laughs> and uh, 
and, and they basically i love how they shut him down though because he was just like well look you know maybe y'all you know need to be non-violent there's another solution and they looked up at him like if you don't shut the fuck up he's you, like i'll just shut the fuck up now yeah he's like you've been they looked at him like you've been trapped in here for two years completely different and a picks if you know the group he picks the worst time if you don't know the group he picks the most opportune time right but he basically says we need to get the fuck out of here go to dc I, I looked at him like, nigga, do you really think Rick is about to leave Carol and Daryl? See, he has no idea how tight the group is. Okay. You know, he's just basically seen them all together for about a day. And, you know, he's ba- he's waiting. He's biding his time, which he's been patient until this point. Right. But, you know, and he made his pitch. They accept it. And he's looking at it like, look, they already done fucked this dude up. He pretty much dead. So it's about time to get in the bus and get the hell out of here. The bus that I fixed with my mind. He was scared in too, the man. middle of the night. I think he was too. That's the first time he showed he was scared. All the rest of the time he had that tough talk. I I don't think he's scared though. I honestly think he was like the mission is in jeopardy. Like what if this would have been Eugene? I think that's what he thinks. Oh, okay. okay. You know, like, it's like old simple Eugene. Yeah, old simple. <laughs> I'm gonna be weaponized warfare. Like get the fuck out of here. So that dude, that dude was um, you know, sitting there uh, and and uh, they, you know, he tells Rick like, yeah, man, we gonna take the bus and leave. And Rick says, y'all not taking that bus. Um, uh, to which I thought was kind of fucked up because if the dude fixed the bus himself, uh, he should get the bus. He should get the yeah. Like how Rick just gonna be like walk, walk to D.C. So, um, Rick hit him with that. You asking me or you telling me? Yeah. Right. And he said, um, he was like, well, uh, I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm taking the bus and there ain't shit you can do about it. And Rick started walking towards him. <laughs> and yes. my favorite part before Glenn comes over is Abe turns to him holding the gun with, he steps towards him and says, do not lay hands. That was good. Like, I've never heard that phrasing before in my life. And I, I'm going to use that next time we playing ball, man. <laughs> Do not lay hands. It's good, man. Because it came across like, yo, I will fuck you. Like, I'm being nice, but I will go to 10. Yeah, Rick walked over there like, you want some, nigga? I got it all for you. <laughs> yeah, that white-on-white violence was brewing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so uh, he think he think just because Rick Slim he won't fuck him up, right? I, Man, Rick will bite his throat, out. <laughs> right? <laughs> like Rick will. I mean, on the low, Rick only lost like one fight, maybe one and a half if you consider, uh, you know, the governor. Yep. You know, right. but like the shit with him and, and Tyrese, I gotta judge that a tie. <laughs> yeah, was, they fucked each other up. And Tyrese is like, he might be pacifist, but he will beat your ass. <laughs> yeah, he needed Daryl to help him. <laughs> yeah, dude. That was like, I don't know, man. I Plus, the other people would have jumped in. I, I'm betting on Rick's crew, you know. But Glenn breaks it up. Um, and, you know, about this time, I just had a that moment of realization where you're like, Abe is doing all this for a scientist with a fucking mullet. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah, they probably out of Florida, man. Probably out of Florida. Yeah. What'd you say, brother? I, 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 I was part of the Human Genome Project. Yeah, yeah. I can't buy it. I, can't. I don't see it. 
the, the nuclear ties and the peptides will combine and will, will use the, you're like dude none of this shit's gonna work man he's like he's making everything up man he saw something one time and wrote it down on a napkin and memorized <laughs> right. it <laughs> i'm talking about weapons warfare my friend biological weapons making up games you never heard before the alkaline gonna combine with the dc batteries oh lord like, dude i don't think i don't think any of this exists uh, but you know, he, so, uh, it was cool though, cause A was like, um, hey man, you need to hurry up and go. Uh, um, we need to leave. And he said, come on, Eugene. Eugene said, he didn't say shit. And he was like, I, I don't think we should go. And then he said, Eugene, bring your ass. And he was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that was so funny to me, man. Yeah, cause, cause I, it was, it was funny. Yeah, right. He held out for a good two seconds. <laughs> He's like, I no. I got mind control over Debo. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. No, I'm I, got I, got, I got mind control over Abe. Yeah. He'd be like, come on. And I'd be like, no. The only thing missing was him, like, tightening his house coat, you know, as he <laughs> like, oh, oh, okay. I'm on my way. Karen, were you about to say something? I'm sorry. No, I was about to say the, the, the funny part about that was for the fact that he looked at him like, bitch, um, I'm doing this for you. You need to come on. And I guess he was like, I feel safer with the group. <laughs> He's like Rick and them, man. Right. He was like, they'll protect me. I don't have to deal with no foolishness. And I think Rick's, uh, biggest thing about him taking a bus was like, you're not going to take this bus in the middle of the goddamn night and draw shit this way because they hit this bus rumbling rambling we all that's not what i think it was i think rick was taking that bus yeah i I was gonna say i think rick was like you're not just gonna take the bus and leave us here yeah he was literally Ah. columbusing that bus yeah have y'all ever been walking in cowboy boots i don't imagine walking far as with cowboy boots you know what else is comfortable (laughs) you know what else was crazy about that scene too was um like glenn gets involved and you know says hey uh we'll go with you if you wait you know to keep reach a compromise so you wait till the next day uh and we'll we'll me and maggie will go with you and tara says she'll go too is that any tara mm-hmm. she says she'll go too so the threesome still on everybody can still happen yeah, it is i th- i think um glenn is divorced a reason yeah, yeah. Um and 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 I and I do believe Eugene was trying to stay out for good reasons. I actually mm-hmm. don't think he was trying to stay because of safety with the group. I think he was trying to stay because remember he was the one that talked them into saving Glenn. Yeah. Yeah. I think I well, and also bad reasons cuz I mean, if he's full of shit, then he's stalling, which is good. That that means he can stay alive. <laughs> yeah. Cuz he's a scientist take, with a let's mother. Take the long way. Yeah, he's like, yeah. <laughs> let's take the scenic route to DC, y'all. You, um you know but I it made me I was like, why didn't instead of saying, I'll go with you, saying, look, all of us will fuck you up if you try to take this bus. It's not just Rick you got to deal with. And I think Abe would have maybe reconsidered his position at that time. Yeah. Like, because at that time, he was only arguing with Rick. You know what I mean? But if he realized, like, oh, I I do have to fuck with this whole group. And all I kept thinking was, if this doesn't get resolved in these next 12 hours with Rick and the group, because they basically compromise with 12 hours that's what that's what abe said um i was like if it doesn't get resolved in 12 hours and gareth and them are still alive rick tatership gonna be back on that's all that's gonna happen right <laughs> rick just is gonna be like that's a deal glenn made i didn't say shit y'all stand here he probably Correct. shoot a shoot a hole in the tire of the bus like you don't give a fuck mm-hmm. we all walking 
Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like we'll all be we'll be doing some cross training today, guys. <laughs> um but yeah. I just thought it was hot last week. <laughs> <laughs> so Abraham basically com- com- uh compromised to say twelve hours. Um I was mad at Glenn, to be honest. Because mm-hmm. he's really the reason for this shit. He talked him out of going back and killing Gareth. Right. Um, um like he's like he was wrong for that shit. And you know, um I feel like it's kind of, you know, I, like at that point, I mean, they never had a moment, but I wished Rick would have hit him with a I told your ass. You know, like this is what's wrong now. Why is Bob dying? Because of you. Um, Before when I was right. Yeah. Remember that? When you when I saved everybody just now, me and Carol. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so uh, they had a scene where Sasha was taking care of Bob, who was dying. And, uh, you know, Bob eventually passes out and shit. Um, and, uh, she's basically like ready to get revenge. She walks in to the room with everybody else and says, Hey, when it's time to go, I'm going too. I'm going to get some revenge on these fools for killing my man. Mm-hmm. And Rick had already devised the plan and everything. So then Tyrese follows Sasha back into the room, and I'm like, here we go. <laughs> Where's the Drake? Yeah, what is he going to do? Ah. He want to be the new Father Gabriel and stay there and don't do shit. So whole hands and kumbaya. Yeah, he tried to tell about forgiveness and shit, which, you know, she wasn't trying to hear. I mean, who would mm-hmm. who would even listen to that at a time yeah, like this? She was not trying to hear none of that. I, you know, and, and this is the thing, too. Zombies motherfuckers that eat me zombies motherfuckers. i need to go kill the people yeah. that eat me you know what i mean like i gotta go kill them mm-hmm. got to well they were like we have a choice you have a carry your cameras off by the way but it's like we have a choice to forgive and he was she was like well some people don't have a choice and he goes uh but you do and i was like that's stupid tyrese y'all all do <laughs> That that doesn't even make fucking sense. <laughs> um, and then second of second of all, you just don't want to kill nobody. Yeah, second of all, she made her choice, yeah. and she, she gave him, him. Yeah, I'm gonna kill him. So you know my choice. Then she gave him the most g'd up like speech to a punk ass dude since Harriet Tubman. But she just <laughs> was like, "Look, I'm going out there to kill these motherfuckers. You can stay here and be a bitch, <laughs> but that's it, you know." And I think she tried to like. Uh, hand him the knife or something to kill um yep uh to kill bob in case uh bob turns yeah she said if he wake up before i get back yeah use this and he didn't want to take the knife i'm like really are we back to you not killing again like now i really am starting to suspect you didn't kill greg on purpose where's his hammer at right he, was, he, he hasn't had one. He laid it down in peaceful protest. Oh, my God. I just realized uh, Felder will appreciate this as a UNC fan. I just realized something. Tyrese is the Vince Carter of the apocalypse. <laughs> That's it, dog. I just all realized the skills. All the skills. All the highlights. But at the end of the day, he don't really care that much about being the best, man. He just out here to have fun and get paid. <laughs> Damn, man. Anyway, um, so the crew was rolling out, and I was like, where the hell is Carl? Because we hadn't seen him the whole, all, the whole episode. 
Uh, but it turned out that he was, um, he was tapping on his gun, chilling on the inside. Yeah, he was. Waiting, uh, which is kind of a clue that he was anticipating something. I thought he was tapping on his gun because he was going to have to kill, um, Bob. Uh, yeah, Bob, I thought he was going to just shoot him. Me too, because Carl, a cold piece of work. He's like, <laughs> what are we waiting for? Just tell her he got up at the end and just shoot him. Nah, Carl was watching that fight between his dad and that other dude, seeing if he was going to need to jump in. Mm-hmm. He was hoping he got to jump in. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Carl, dad, he was coming for you. I had to shoot him. Right. Hey, man, you know, Carl is at that stage where he thinks he could beat his daddy. but he And not necessarily in a physical fight. But just he at this stage now where he want to win. Like, I, you know what? I think I can beat Dad. Well, it's a game of basketball, was <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, a shooting contest, you know, whatever. He just at this stage now, and he wants every chance he can to prove I'm just as tough as my dad. You know what? I would have thought that a few um, last season. But I think after he seen his daddy fuck that dude up, he was like, no, I'm not on the same level as my daddy. Yeah, I'm going to go with that, with Karen on that. Also... But I do think you're right. He wants to be. Yeah. Um, he actually does want to be respected like his father. That, that I agree with. But like, I, I don't. He wants think to he... be viewed as capable. Right. But mm-hmm. not not a rival. Yeah. That, in yeah. My opinion. Yeah. He know he he's like my dad will <clears throat> fuck me up. No yeah, thank you. So I kind of agree with Justin and Karen on that. Um. Well, so I, I, yeah. I think the big part was his dad is ruthless. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. And his dad did like. His dad is the one keeping him on point. Because mm-hmm. Carl started getting a little too happy last week, and he was like, hey, um, can I talk to you for a second? <laughs> Your ass is in danger. Right. Okay? You, at all points, all the time. I'm about to go out and get something to eat. But listen, you could die at any second. Have a nice day. And then right. he left him. Because he still has humanity in the heart. Hit him with that memo from HR. That nobody's job is safe ah, right now. No, so <laughs> anybody can be fine. You get on point when you get that memo. So the crew, yeah, it's like we've been tracking some internet traffic lately. And so um, the crew, like, walks off to go uh, what looks like towards the camp because they're going to follow the markings and follow these guys into uh, their the school grounds and, and kill them, you know, ambush them there. Uh, and the camera waits a couple of seconds, pans over. And you see Gareth and crew coming out of the woods and into the church mm-hmm. to ambush the remaining quote unquote weaker crew that is still in the church, uh, which is like Father Gabriel, um, uh, uh, who else is in there? Tyrese. Tyrese, <laughs> of course. They, uh, Bob, you know, nursing the leg. Judith was in there. Carl, I think, was in there. Mm-hmm. I want to say that was it. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, no, nah, you know, the one dude, eight supposed to be protecting. Oh, yeah. Eugene's in uh, there. And then that one woman, Tara. And Tara. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and I'm like, Gareth and them just ate. <laughs> you know, I know they're not no, hungry. No. Y'all just disagree now. And you ain't got no refrigerator. What you going to do with the meat? Right. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's not even the sanitary conditions from, from before. So, um, Gabe was in there trying to pray it away. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, that dude's cry face. Now listen, is I hate him as a character, but his cry face as an actor is so good. It's so hateable. It make you wonder why Carver hadn't had more roles in life. It really does because like his whole thing was like I'm scared. Like he could have been in a hundred scary movies by now. <laughs> like he really do look scared, man. Um, and so the, Gar- yeah, Karen, go ahead. And, and the thing about it though is like they walked in there like this is the weak crew. But like you said, they don't know that crew. And I was like, Carl will fuck y'all up. Mm-hmm. Like somebody go die. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh. Was Glenn there too? Or did Glenn go with the, um. 
Glenn, Glenn, Glenn went with, with the crew. Yeah, Glenn, Glenn, Maggie, everybody else went with the crew. Yeah. Um. So she was. Uh. I mean. So they were all hiding or whatever. Um. Gareth goes in there and basically tries to psychologically talk them out of the office or the the room with the bed in it. Um. And uh, everybody's being quiet. It's really tense, and he knows everybody's name. You know, even Judith. Um. And he he named, he orders he lists them in order of um nastiest to tastiest I believe because like <laughs> Tyrese uh, the preacher I don't know his name uh, Carl you know um, and then uh, uh, Judith I remember tweeting was like oh, Judith's not crying everybody's like she's such a good baby and all this shit <laughs> and yo did you see her eyes when they was knocking on the door right she looked like um what's what's happening up in this bitch it looked almost as good as when um dude had the knife over top of her and she looked at that knife like what the hell are you gonna do with that <laughs> right like uh so she um went ahead and started crying and i was like this is why i would never have a baby in a zombie apocalypse right um you could you just have to eat it later right oh lord i'm sure it would be delicious <laughs> Uh, but yeah, um, Judah was just sitting up there like, I'm tired of formula. Where are the, where the titties? It's time to be fed. I feel like Judith is so entitled because she know her dad is a badass. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Daddy. She's like, what you gonna do to me? My dad is Rick. Right. (laughs) She's like, she gonna be worse than Blue Ivy. Like, she gonna be like, uh uh. Nobody gonna tell me shit. My daddy kills people. Oh. Um, Did, was, wasn't uh Tyrese's job to watch Judith and the baby still cry? Rick, yeah, he Tyrese, you got one job worse, but <laughs> fucking babysitter ever of all time. So um, yeah, they, Tyrese got to go, man. So once the baby started crying, they were like, "Okay, let's break in the office, hit the shoot the hinges," and um, before they could uh knock the door off the hinges. Uh, two dudes got two headshots. <laughs> yes, they did. With no gun sounds, just silencers. Uh, just pew, pew, and two dead, two dudes dropped. Um, Garrett turns around, still trying to be in um, in control. And oh, I think that dude's name is Martin. That that he was supposed to beat up. He's either Martin or Greg. So okay. Um, uh, that dude turns around and holds his gun out. Um, and. Rick and them um, shoot Gareth in the hand, and they say, "All right, drop your guns and shit." Yeah, shot some fingers off. And uh, since Gareth, <laughs> yeah, since he's saying a couple of digits, uh, Gareth was like, "Yeah, maybe we should drop the guns." Uh, and everybody does drop their guns. He's like, "Do as they say." And Martin's the only one that's like, "Man, fuck y'all! They gonna kill us." Yep, he, like, I'm gonna hold on to my gun. He is the dude you actually want on your squad if he loyal to your team. Yeah, cause he he to the end he read he gonna fight for y'all, mm-hmm. even when Tyrese had him and he was still in there talking shit. Yeah, and he was awfully talking for a dead man, <laughs> huh, Tyrese? <laughs> they lucky Carol ain't see that. So, oh, he lucky Carol ain't see that. So they had like a good scene here where uh, they get him on their knees, and um, he had to shoot his fingers off first. I did say that. Yeah, he shot his fingers off because first he said like. Why should we drop the guns? Bam! My fingers. Everybody, listen to him. Take, put your guns down. Are you stupid? <laughs> I feel this pain. Yeah. So they laid. They and then that's when dude was like, I don't want to put my gun down. It was like, and uh, who was it? Abe that was on the side of him. Yep. And he was like, Up! Yeah. Oh, I'm flanked. I'm putting my gun down. <laughs> um. So then okay. they all got down on the ground, or on the floor, on the floor. Um. 
and uh rick and them walk up on them and rick uh <laughs> rick was so crucial in this scene because he was talking shit to him but that was in his body movements when he was doing his you know rapper interrogation battle rap thing <laughs> he did a pump fake with his gun that was so good like he put the gun in the dude's face and then pulled it down like nope not yet because <laughs> you know gary was like look man it don't gotta be like this y'all good people uh we used to save people he hit that key sweat so fast <laughs> <laughs> yep he was <laughs> he, he really did dog he was, he was begging like shit dog <laughs> don't please don't do this right. <laughs> nobody <laughs> has to die tonight nobody <laughs> nobody <laughs> Oh, I'm man. just gonna leave in peace. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so yeah, he was, he was definitely, uh, begging for his life, man, uh, hard. Uh, and it was so funny because I, it was the same as the scene where they were gonna cut their throats. Mm-hmm. And they were begging for their lives. Mm-hmm. And he didn't want to hear that shit. Yep. Yep. He was like, y'all are getting me away from my TPS reports. <laughs> and How I, many shots did you fire? This, yeah. This bread sheet is due. <laughs> yeah. Now he's sitting on there singing Twisted and shit. Uh, <laughs> talking about please let us live. He said, we used to save people. And then he's like, but then people came and, and he couldn't say what all happened to him. And I was like, child, please. It's too late. <laughs> y'all, y'all eat people now. And he said, look, if y'all let us go, I promise you we will never cross paths again. And uh, Rick was like, but you'll cross someone's path. And uh, he was like, well, why you even like, why didn't y'all just shoot us then? He's like, because we wanted to save bullets. Yeah, right. he got real cocky right then, Gareth oh, did. Was so mm-hmm. I was like, um, yeah, this you, you this not Tyrese you talking to in the cabin. You know what I mean? Can't like, talk your way out of this. Like, you got to watch your words. And so Rick was like, uh, I just wanted you to know that uh, I keep my promises. Because he had promised to kill him with that red-handled machete. Yes, he did. Uh, two episodes ago. Um, and he delivered his impossible white man promise, dog. Like, <laughs> only impossible white men do shit like that where you be like, I'm going to kill you in this manner. Mm-hmm. And you like, that that's impossible. I have a set of skills. Yeah, from the situation <laughs> you're in right now, too many coincidences would have to happen for you to get the handle of this machete the same machete and kill me with it in this position. It's it's crazy. Well, guess what? Rick's impossible. So it did happen. Right. Um, I I feel like Rick should have tried at least before he did all that should at least cook one of them just to see what it was like. Mm -hmm. No. Yeah. That's what you need to do. Yeah. Justin. I mean, failed to just, I mean, think about it. These dudes, look at the lengths they was going through just to get some more people to cook. Okay. Well, let me ask you this then, Justin. I, I, I come in your house. Mm hmm. And you catch me in your house, and I'm stealing your shit. It's me, Rod. Mm-hmm. And you like, man, what the fuck, Rod? Uh, you really going to steal from me? I'm your friend. You taking my Nintendo and shit. This is fucked up. And I'm like, nah, man. I'm on crack. I can't help myself. You, whether you call the police, kill me, whatever you do to me, beat me up, right? Um, Do you then go, I'm going to do some crack? <laughs> Cause I feel like I, I, that's, I'm like, that's what I definitely want to avoid right there is that whatever makes you do this kind of crazy <laughs> shit, I'm all, I'm, I I'm don't good. Want it. 
I am good. It's like crazy pussy. I'm good. <laughs> you don't need that level. If that's if it's even better than regular pussy, then I guess I'm I'm gonna be ass out, dog. I don't need to know. <laughs> um, uh, crazy pussy, you gotta try it. Um, where's the beef? You gotta try it. Like you gotta just one of them. You gotta cook them. I, I wouldn't. Um, just, at least let at least cook them and let Bob taste them. <laughs> let Bob give him a speech. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Like, well, just you could have just perspective, Gareth. Perspective. Yeah, you could have just locked ah! them. Could have just locked them in a room with Bobby. You would have tried them eventually. Perspective, Gareth. That would have been cool. Yep. Tie them up and leave them in a room with Bob. But but cooking his hand would have been like, <clears throat> you know, like had his crew cook his hand too. You know what I mean? Like have his crew cook his hand. Let Bob um lick on his finger. Yeah, you know what, bit. man? This is the shit that got Gareth killed. This takes too long. All this talking and plans and shit, it's too diabolical, man. Like, you just got to kill the motherfucker. Like, if we've learned nothing else in the zombie apocalypse, it's no time for monologues. All right? Yep. So, we learned it in Game of Thrones, too. Exactly. Yeah, like, you can't be monologuing. That's <laughs> what happened to Freaky Oh, not the freaking bear. Yeah, too busy fucking talking. Yeah, not hit, stabbing. Everybody want to hit people with that. You know, the irony of this situation <laughs> is, that, is that I said I was going to kill you with this machete. Now let's talk about machetes. Machetes were made in the Australian plains. Yeah. Did you know that? You're like, dude, just kill them. Yeah, that's what happened to the freaking prince. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck your mama. Fuck this kingdom. Fuck everybody. Y'all realize mm-hmm. Rick's plan wouldn't have worked if they had just kicked the doors off the hinges immediately? Right. He was in there talking and shit. Hello. I know y'all are in here. It's the cannibals, y'all. Like, come on, man. Anyway. So. <laughs> cook they, his hand. Let Bob taste it. They killed them in the most savage way possible. But they beat, they fucked them up. It was yes, gross. Yes, they did. Like, he hit him with the, he killed the dude with the butt of a gun. Yes. And one dude said, I mean, Gareth said right before he got hit, it was so good. Right before he got chopped, he said, no! Like, it was real quick. <laughs> like, Rick went for talking, he was just like, but you'll cross somebody else's path. Besides, I already made you a promise. Swing, he's like, no! And he killed him. Tyree's old bitch ass looking like Stanley from Friday. <laughs> yeah, he's like a kid that's seen a bad nightmare while yeah. mommy and daddy in there fighting. He was petrified. Yeah, he looked like the Kool-Aid, he like the Kool-Aid man on Family Guy. We, we <laughs> like, bust oh, through the no. wall at the trial and, and walk back out. And see, I thought Sasha, if something was going to happen to Sasha, all this talking she was doing this episode. Nah, Cause you know, the more talking yeah. the black character get, the more likely they, they die. Yep, but Tyree's got to go, man. I feel like, Hopefully Sasha can be like the new um Michonne. Angela. That's what I'm hoping oh. from the comic. Y'all y'all don't read the comic, but I hope she takes on that role, dog. Because okay. I, I hope she's around for a while. And uh plus, you know, she now she's showing some anger, man. She's showing them signs. Um, she so got you that know, good natural hair too. She do. Mm-hmm. But I saw the blood on the pews. See some blood on the pews. Um, oh, fake ass man of God, Gareth. Gareth walks up. <laughs> I mean, not Gareth, but Gabriel. Gabriel walks up and says, "This is the Lord's house." Uh, which is, like I said, man, hey, Carver, if you want, man, but he good. Yep, fake ass man of he, God, dude. As an actor, he is so good because he had to like go on Roger moment for like someone has to throw the alley oop. You know what I'm saying for the other actors to slam dunk, and he throws that this. It's the Lord's house. Mm-hmm. And Maggie looked at him and said, no, it's just four walls and a roof. Yep. Um, Tyrese uh, had that look at when he was at the door, like when your parents is whooping your sibling. Right. <laughs> and you just don't want to be next. So you just- <laughs> he, was like, he was like, I don't want none of that. Let me shut this door. Yeah, apparently mom was serious about cleaning the house. 
Um, <laughs> but uh, Nishon got her sword back. So mm, did you see her climax when she got her sword? I climaxed when she got her sword. <laughs> I was so happy for both of them. I th- that was like oh, uh, and the sword, mm-hmm. and we need to change. Dude <laughs> wasn't even dude wasn't even rocking it right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, like, what was he? What was he? he? Was like, oh, this is cool. I'm gonna keep it. Yeah, wearing it in his backpack. What the fuck you gonna do with it there? Um, <laughs> so they kill they kill the Terminus people in three episodes. If you think about it, which is crazy because it's actually much closer to two than three. If you yeah. think about the time they were on screen, um, and they would have dealt with them in one. So the group's getting dangerous, more and more mm-hmm. dangerous. Yeah, Rick had his I mean, way. They just that. It took them a whole season to get off the farm. They right. got all this done in three episodes. Yep. And Rick told them they were fucking with the wrong people, man. So, uh, noted is what I would say to that. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, my man, uh, BL underscore D2 Brent, he says, and Rick then slew the Terminites until the blood covered the temple. Hashtag Walking Dead, chapter five, verse three. <laughs> 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 Let the church say amen. Amen. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's good scripture right there. That's a good uh, scripture. Say brain. So we cut to Bob uh having his last words with Sasha. He was taking longer to die than Magic Johnson. Oh. Um, oh, oh, oh no. And uh I was <laughs> got the oh no. Oh, oh. <laughs> so uh Bob, Bob talked so long and was so inspirational. I thought they was gonna go out and win a football game. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he was so this, he just happy. Yeah, every movie when this when this talk happens, like the team then goes out and beats the rival that they couldn't beat before, you know. But um, mm-hmm. he he dies and uh, or he gets ready to die, and uh, Rick comes in with Judith. And Jude's like, why is Skinny Tyree sick? <laughs> uh, and, <laughs> and so then, uh, you know, Rick, you know, Rick basically, uh, Bob's like, you gonna still go to DC, man. I know it. I can feel it. And Rick was like, well, we'll see, man. You know, just go ahead and die. And, uh, Sasha gave him like a little, you know, talking. He died like mid sentence and shit, you know, like, oh, I'm dead. And then, cause he said he woke up smiling cause he had a dream. Like, uh, so good for Bob, man. He still could die in a positive place. I would, I'm just tell- happy to be with somebody. If I get bit by zombies, man, I'm dying like a bitch. I'm just telling y'all now. Oh, Lord. Yeah. I'm gonna be like, I don't wanna die! Why couldn't it have been you? Oh, you suck anyway. You don't even fight people. You know, I was like, it couldn't have went after a woman. Y'all weak. All, all my political correctness would go. I died because of you, Gabriel. Right. Rick left me to save yeah, your punk ass. At me. Yeah, I got bit trying to save your black ass. Oh, I would definitely blame Gabriel in a heartbeat. In yeah. a, oh. Leave him in here with me so when I turn, I can get him. That would be another one that is tab. <laughs> that would be the best fucking thing ever. Episode of Walking Dead when someone was just petty. Now, all, all the pettiness came out because they thought they got bit by like a zombie, but then like it turns out they got bit by like a dog and like nothing yeah. actually was wrong. But that would be awesome. They just let their pettiness out on the group. Oh. Why won't you stop your talking? Breath, your breath smells bad. Yeah. Rick, you got a horrible southern accent. You ain't American. <laughs> just break the fourth wall. Oh, Lord. And I never liked you anyway. I've been plotting on killing you for the longest. I was going to sneak up behind you and hit you with one of them shovels. I knew y'all was going to, I knew I was going to die because there was too many black characters on the show. <laughs> oh, Lord. And all y'all smell like wet dogs. Oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> just in the middle of like the last episode, Bob should have been like, why am I getting all these lines like directly into the camera? <laughs> and, like that would have been awesome, man. And Sasha, yeah, just want to tell you, in the words of Wiz Khalifa and Future, your pussy overrated. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, <laughs> take me, Lord. I'm cheating on you. <laughs> just, take me, Lord. He just, I'm, che- I've been cheating on you with Tara. Oh, die. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Tyrese. Uh, Tyrese walked in and took the knife from his sister and said he was going to kill Bob for her, which, you know, in a way was a real cool moment because to me, you know, you never stop that sibling thing with your, like you always do want to be there for your sibling and be the stronger person and when in the times of hardship. And it was going to be real hard for her to kill Bob. I didn't think Tyrese was going to kill him. I didn't do. I thought he was going to ask him for forgiveness and then give, <laughs> and then give Bob the knife. <laughs> oh Lord. I, I just, a, a zombie with a knife? Yeah. I apologize, Bob. Here's a knife, man. I'm sorry. You need me, you need me to, uh, I, don't worry. I'll rope this into your hands. Yeah. I just, you know what? I'm going to just tie myself up in the corner and just hope you understand. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> he killed him, man, which was, you know, good, you know? Uh, he did it in a real respectful manner and shit. Um, the group splitting up again. Oh, you know what else I thought too when he killed him? Why don't you take him out of the bed? Cause that's a perfectly good bed. <laughs> Anybody, somebody could use that. Yeah. What you gonna flip over the bloody pillow, man? I mean. Should've killed him out of the bed. Yeah. Take him out. Say we're gonna bury him. Stab him there. I wouldn't want that bed just knowing they put a sick zombie, sick zombie man in the bed. Like you can't. You can't clean it. Uh, yeah, Better you ain't. Yeah, you saying that with bed privilege right now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like once once I lost bed privilege in the zombie apocalypse, I'm sleeping. I don't give a fuck what happened on your bed. I'll sleep on it. Like, they slept in beds that prisoners was in. Yeah, that's different from zombie guts, though. Is it? Is it that different? <laughs> prison sex? I don't know enough about prison sex to say that. With All any the butt humping going on. I'm assuming there's no prison sex going on. I don't know. I've seen enough Oz. <laughs> That's all I can offer. <laughs> yeah, which one the warden? Going? Which one the warden's office? That's that's what that's what I'm making my home. This is what bothers me about the episode, though. You say you didn't like the ending. The one thing that bothered me about the ending this has been going on for like three weeks now. Maggie leaving with uh with uh her uh with Glenn, mm-hmm. and she still thinks her sister is at least a chance that she's alive. She don't care. Yeah, yeah. What is this? I don't get it. Soon as a woman gets a man, completely <laughs> abandons her sister. I hate to see that. Daryl more concerned <laughs> than she is. Yeah, dick coming between family, man. Come on, dog. You got to stay. Or she might just assume that she was dead, but I know Glenn's alive. She never liked her sister. But why anyway. would she assume she was dead when she had every fucking reason to assume Glenn was dead last week? She so, never liked her week. sister anyway. She was younger, prettier yeah, she than feel her. Like she was weaker. I don't know. Got all the attention from the boys. She never it's liked Darryl's her anyway. Problem now. God, I hate it. I I really do hate this part. Like, I don't. I mean, I I don't. I don't get it. I I don't. I mean, it's just a huge oversight to me. Oh, like, somebody says uh, that she think they had different moms. Yeah, maybe we find out <laughs> she's adopted. She's like, they ain't my sister. But yeah, I don't, yeah, she better not act happy when when she sees Beth again. If they ever meet again, <laughs> I, <laughs> she need to throw she shade. She better. Dog, Maggie better be mad as. I mean, Beth she better be, be mad dead. as hell. Yeah, like who? Uh, yeah, no, I want Beth to show up when they meet and be like, 
so bitch you really went to dc huh <laughs> yep. oh you just gonna leave me to to whatever the zombie apocalypse brings oh you travel house that half of fucking georgia to see uh glenn you chase an egg roll around yeah beth beth should be the one to get bit and get petty now <laughs> <laughs> so, two birds one stone uh tyree said uh it killed him to get the terminus when he was talking to rick because he when he was burying uh burying bob mm-hmm. and uh you know, and I was like, you know, that's a little dramatic considering that, um, you know, y- y'all killed them two white girls. I mean, that's, I mean, <laughs> Lizzie really did get killed trying yeah, you, to get the terminus. You, you still alive. You could have stayed your happy ass there. Carol would have made it without you. She was just fine before she met you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gabriel interrupted Michonne's private conversation with her ghost baby daddy, uh, to, to, say that um you know he was feeling kind of sad and he never stops talking to the people he can hear their voices and she was like oh you get used to it no i hear the voices too um and that's when they heard a sound coming from the woods sean goes over with a sword and i was thinking what are you doing call the group we need to handle this don't run over there by yourself gabriel ain't gonna help you but here's the thing michonne with that sword that's pretty much the most dangerous thing on the. If, if, if she dies with the sword, then anyone, like, nobody would have been able to stop it. Nobody would have been able to stop it. Ninja Warrior Princess. Dog, what? She just walked in there in the night with her regular skin as camouflage and was like, <laughs> I really hope somebody comes out these woods. And she was like loud with it too, like, who's there? Come out the woods for I had to cut your ass up. And then. <laughs> right. Darren was like, I'll just fuck it with you. I'll just fuck it with you. It's me. And she was like, well, where's, where's Carolyn and, and Beth? And, uh, I mean, where's Carol? And he was like, come on out. And then it ends. So mad about that. Yeah, that's what I said. I said, Justin's going to be so mad. Who who, who, in, who in the fucking bush? At least give me a glimpse. That's an arrow mm-hmm. ending. Uh, everybody doesn't want it to be Beth. I know that much. My timeline yep. lit up with, oh, my God, Beth back? Fuck this bitch. I hate her. I'm like, <laughs> she's a kid. It's a kid in the zombie apocalypse. What's wrong with y'all? Yeah, you know, I don't get why yeah. they hate her. Because <laughs> she, she helpless. She ain't really out here killing nobody. She's not Taylor Swift, she's just, everybody. She's just a glorified right. babysitter. Man, I like Beth. I have making $20 an hour just to keep Judith. I like Beth. Uh, I, you know, I like, I think her storylines. Hey, baby, refresh because not can nobody hear you. Nobody can hear me? Nope. You're spinning. Oh, okay. All right. Let me refresh then. Sorry about that, everybody in the chat room. Um,. Oh, yeah. It just said scan the computer's not activated. Did my internet go down? Is Felder still on? Yeah, he's still there. Yeah, nope. He's you say you gone offline. Make sure you connect to the internet. Hold on. Oh, we see Felder. My internet's not working, guys. Um, let's see. No internet access. Karen, yeah. do me a favor. My unplug unplug that and plug it back up for me. Because mm-hmm. um, it's directly tied to the internet, so... Yeah, unplug it and plug it back up. Yeah, um, it's still recording though, so we got all this unprofessional stuff on the podcast. Just plug it. No, just plug it right back in, Karen. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, Let me see if it'll start working now. All right, I see Felder back, so let me call him. I'm refreshing the page. So let me see if that Whoa. works. All right, there we go, man. I'm sorry, my internet went out real quick. Let me put myself back on in the chat. 
all right i think we should be back um we good to go yeah i can't remember the last thing i was saying um before i got cut off oh yeah um did y'all hear the part where i said that uh beth everybody hates beth yes all right cool yeah so uh everybody hates beth man and like everybody was like god i hope she died i hope something bad happened to her oh they don't need to bring her back i'm like you know when she left i was like i just hope she didn't get like raped and murdered right right because she's a kid she's a kid (laughs) (laughs) when do we start this Oh man, y'all are evil as fuck, man. Daryl like, wasn't looking at the like she was a kid when they was alone drinking that wine. I thought Daryl always kept it sisterly, man. Uh, I thought, I was more worried that she was gonna try to come on to Daryl in that episode with taking a weird turn. Right. Yes. I, I never thought Daryl was looking at her like, damn girl, you looking good in them jeans. Nah, like, he probably been like, bitch, if you don't get off me. Yeah, he's looking like that's my little sister. And that episode was kind of weird because I thought they were gonna take that turn to be like, see guys, um we had to you know like she wants to experience everything before she dies and it's like no yep. don't <laughs> some, some things can wait yes they can <laughs> even in the zombie apocalypse it can See, wait Dale just seemed like the type of dude from west virginia man well you know brothers and sisters um you know they they yeah. they blur those lines you, you oh, game Lord. of thrones style i hear you man um <laughs> First of all, that is not a Game of Thrones style. Right. That is just one, one couple, couple on Game of Thrones. <laughs> all right, man. Let's get your predictions for next week, man. Uh, Felder, what are, you, what are you looking forward to next week? I think that it is Beth. Mm-hmm. And I think we. I think the whole episode is going to be what happened to Beth. Looking forward to it. And I'm pretty – listen, man, I, I, I would be excited to see Beth back. Mm-hmm. Is she mutated or anything like that? Mutated? What show are we watching? Yeah, what are you talking about? I'm man? just saying, like they, you know, I watched the Talking Dead, and it looked like they was, um, it like she was in some camp where they was trying to do experiments and shit like that. Yeah, I noticed yeah. that too. It like was, a hospital. She looked like she was in a hospital. Yep. Yeah, I have so, no see? idea. Yeah. So I don't know. I I hope it's Morgan. I want Morgan to come back and help Rick start killing people since Carol not around. I would love to see Morgan. And he is good at killing zombies. Mm-hmm. Uh, he like um, killing people too. Although last time we met Morgan, he was crazy as shit. <laughs> and I, he did that thing where he got a fresh haircut and it makes him look less crazy. But nigga, you was crazy. I ain't forgot. <laughs> like that, he was like talking in scripture and shit to Rick. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Like the Bible, Rick. We all gonna die in the apocalypse. I was like, calm down, Morgan. Damn, I just came to borrow a cup of sugar. Um, Justin, what are you uh, what are you looking Morgan? forward to? Morgan, I, I Morgan. hope it's okay. Morgan, and I hope he come back killing everything and everybody for the team. Care, uh, care. Yeah, I want to see Morgan. I think that uh, my I guess prediction is that uh, Carol didn't make it. Mm, that she dead. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, all right, so I will see the body. One, that would hurt. That one would hurt. That would hurt. Yeah. And, and the, I guess I think the biggest surprise is because I think that she felt like she wasn't part of the group. So I think that she might be willing to sacrifice herself just not to go back with the group. What if she uh, just doesn't go back? What if she lives, but she's just like, I don't feel like going back to that group. That, that's a possibility, too. And just like, y'all go, I'll stay here. And like something happens. And she was like, y'all go, I stay here. And she just gets away. Yeah, I feel like next week's going to be a flashback episode where it's mm-hmm. like, Here's what was happening during the last two episodes of the other show. I mean, of the other storyline. Uh, and maybe we'll get some, uh, you know, what's going on with Beth, uh, Daryl and Carol coming to the rescue and mm-hmm. 
who all survived that. Um, Could you imagine, though? Like, they had Morgan, Tyrese, Father Gabriel, <laughs> Sasha, and Michonne. That's five black people. Mm-hmm. All in one episode. There's more than the white people. Like, could you imagine all the emails and thank pieces and blogs? Yeah. Mm, they, mm, I, they would be in so much I trouble. I love it because more of us survive the apocalypse than the TV show makes. I know we are low percentage compared to white people, but I think enough of us would survive. Because we mm. would be out there trying to save communities like the people try to save the Ebola. Well, we have victims. a lot of, we have a lot of skills that life is, kind of thrown at us that we didn't want to have yeah, people, people like shit this is back at home i mean not to mention the superior fast twitch muscles that the white man <laughs> so much so blessed us with from slavery and breeding but you know i feel like we would get some built-in advantages and stuff like you know hey man you you can save that spam and eat that next year All right we know how to conserve and yeah. shit yeah feel like white people have to pick up a lot of new knowledge you know <laughs> and it's not because they're white it's because of classism and you know the ignorance of racism <laughs> yeah. it's, so it's, what you really said is just poor people will be okay right yeah right, it's, right. it's a systematic thing it just so happens that a you have a higher percentage of either coming from a poor background as far as money is concerned or being in the lower class if you are a minority in america uh, as far as black uh, so I feel like us and Latino, man, we would be around. Yeah, could you imagine white people be walking around, maybe smelling greens and shit? They'd be like, what is that? And the black people go, that's some greens. Mama, how you know? I know that's some greens. I got some right. greens. I got a pot, start a fire, and we about to eat y'all. See, I feel like black people would know not to make greens in the zombie apocalypse because the smell travels too far. And that's true. And people would show up. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm like, who is making hog malls? Are you fucking crazy? So they gotta make. So they gotta, get us all killed. So they gotta cook chitterlings then. Oh, chitter! Yeah, oh, chitterlings. No, absolutely not. I'll tell you this much: if you cook chitterlings, the zombies will walk. They won't. It's like being invisible. The <laughs> they zombies, walk right past you. The zombies will walk right past camp. Like it just yep. smells like us here. That that'll be the defense. Uh, that's all they need. That's that's their new <laughs> fence. Just chitlins. rub yourself in chitlins. Ch- yeah. No, I wouldn't rub myself in it, but it it'll be cooking on the outskirts. <laughs> Cook some chitlins. <laughs> yep, chitlins. Like 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 people do them off lamps. You know how people do like the off lamps keep the mosquitoes out at a certain. You know, you yep. put it around the camp. So I'm many just, feet. I'm just mad. Justin pronounces the T E R in chitlins. That's like literally. Uh, that you just lost all your black street Mimi. That's what it's yeah. the same reason I say Mimi. You just lost all your street cred. Um, all right, man. Uh, we're gonna let Phil to get out of here because he has a inner uh some work to do yeah. for uh, bleacherreport.com, <laughs> man. We took up enough of your time with this silliness and this cooking. That hey, man, we, we yeah, we really do appreciate you being on here, yeah, though, dude. It's been great for me, man. Yeah, oh, it's fun, man. Thank you guys so much. And obviously, um, for those of y'all out there, make sure you download the Team Stream Now app. You can subscribe to all your teams, get all your sports news. Got to get the plug in. I down. <laughs> hey, no, on some real. I downloaded it. It's on Xbox One. If you got Xbox One, y'all, and you can just put like your teams that you follow. Yeah. And I go there sometimes to get my news about the Eagles and uh, the 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 Tar Heels. Well, not a lot of good news come out there, but <laughs> I go get my news. Yeah, it's all, it's a, it's actually a pretty cool app, so should be pretty fun. We got the Xbox one and then obviously for Android, iPhone, all that stuff, but thank you guys for giving me a break from football and now I gotta go get back into it. Oh, no doubt, man. We, <laughs> hey, we, we gotta get you on Balls Deep one of these weekend, one of these Friday uh, afternoons. I know that's normally your like, go see a movie time, but <laughs> one, one of these times when, when there's nothing out, man, you need to come hang out with us because you know, the way we talk about sports, yeah. probably won't talk about no football, really. <laughs> yeah, sounds good to me, man. 
man. Yeah, and I'll tell you what. Movie's getting real right now, man. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's about Oscar time and, uh, things are ramping up, man. A lot of good no, stuff I'm looking out. looking forward to it. I'll be, I'm gonna, I think this week I'm gonna go see Nightcrawler. Oh yeah. Hey, man. That, uh, who's, who's the main dude in that again? Jake Gyllenhaal. Yo, Jake yeah. Gyllenhaal trying to win an Oscar so bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the trailer should just say Oscar on it. Like, it yep. just, just keep flashing <laughs> like Oscar, Oscar. Cause every scene is just him like, I'm overacting, boy. Look. <laughs> Don't you? Uh, all right, man. All right, Felder. We'll talk to you later, man. All right, sounds good. You guys take it easy. Yes, Peace. sir. All right. See ya. Ah, that's my dog, man. Um, cool as hell, man. Hell he, yeah. He is really cool. If you want to hear uh, more of Felder, uh, and you are a premium customer, uh, Lip Smacking Good, I interviewed him, and we had such a good time. If you enjoyed his cooking tips, you'd enjoy it on, on Lip Smacking Good. We had a good, I had a good time with him. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's talk about news, man. And, and y'all should follow him on Twitter too, man. He he get them tweets off. Yep, in, at in the bleachers. Um, a horrifying report details uh, crimes of Mama June's molester boyfriend. That's right, Mama June, mother of uh, Honey Boo Boo. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, more information is coming out about this man that she's. She says she's not dating, but there's reports that he's been hanging around the family. Police are saying there's actually nothing they can do about it because it's not illegal for some reason. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. I guess even, it's not illegal for him to be around like that. You know? Yeah, even though one of her daughters is the same age as the daughter he molested when she got molest- molested. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, according to the report, Anna stated that Mark touched her private parts and sometimes made her touch his. She had uh, advised that she told Mark to stop, but he keeps going. Um, they, she told a child services counselor she had done the S word with Mark. I'm assuming that word is sex. Now, if you're having sex with somebody and they can't say sex, you might be a pedophile. I ain't that t- can't even spell it. <laughs> you know, I feel like that might qualify you for, you know, going away for life. The report says that McDonald's been less than multiple times between April and October of 2002. When McDaniel was indicted in 2003, grand jurors accused him of playing videos depicting sexual acts for Anna Marie Shannon, fondling the vagina of Anna Marie Shannon, 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 and ejaculating on the person of Anna Marie Shannon, and forcing oral sex on her. Nigga. Yep. With them chocolate teeth? What the hell wrong with you? She's now 20 years old. Um, and she told people yesterday that Mama June didn't believe her at first when she spoke up about the abuse. A week or so after it happened, I talked to mom and she was upset, crying and saying, I don't believe you. I don't believe you. Why would you do this to me? Damn. Yeah, and a lot, a Fuck. lot of people, a lot of parents have that. That's the exact wrong reaction to having. Yes, it to is. To have, not have your kids back like that, man. Mm-hmm. Why would you, like it's a personal attack? Why would you do yeah, this to me? Because in her mind, that man is more important than her child. And I was like, mama, he did that to me and I can't do anything about it. You were never there to see it. You were always at work. Mama June McDaniel and Mama June's nine-year-old daughter, Honey Boo Boo, were photographed together last month. Now, this also tells you, like, how these people are not ready for um, these TV shows. Like, we just think Mm-mm. we just think you should try to make anybody famous. Like, you're right. interested, now you're famous. But these aren't, like, sophisticated people. They're on TV because they're not. Correct. You know? And, they like, the idea that she would think this was okay at some point, Makes sense. Mm-hmm. She's not savvy. Mm-mm. Um, 
and, and that she would think oh i can just go hang out with my ex-boyfriend who went to prison for child molestation and was accused of molesting my daughter and think it wouldn't fuck up my money nobody will find that out right tmz is always around like they right. they will fly to, they, to your hick-ass town and take a picture and be like this just became the number one thing on the internet of course mm-hmm. yeah they sit around in board meetings so who can we make famous today yeah man for all the wrong reasons i bet you they have people monitor you be- better than they monitor the president obama with the secret services and of course you know our show got canceled mm-hmm so, fucking up that money good yep. for uh who were they on we oxygen Mm-mm. Uh, was tlc tlc, TLC yeah. good for them yeah man it was good for them i hope they don't do uh try to go back on it like the duck dynasty shit make hopefully child molestation is Worse than yeah, hopefully it's worse than homophobia and racism when it comes to profits. No, I think it might be. I don't want to check the comment section and find out it's not, so I'm just gonna assume. Right until I hear otherwise. Yeah. Um. There's this financial guru named Dave Ramsey. Y'all ever heard of him? Mm-mm. Nope. Uh, he was he ain't uh, never made me any money. Yeah. <laughs> he writes. He wrote the book The Legacy Journey, and uh, he went on uh, that CBN. Radio, uh, TV show, the Christian Broadcast Network, mm-hmm. and gave an interview. Uh, well, millions tune in to Dave Ramsey's radio show to learn how to get out of debt, manage their finances, and big, build wealth. Well, his latest book is The Legacy Journal, a radical view of biblical wealth and generosity. And Dave's joining us now from Nashville, Tennessee. Dave, welcome to the 700 Club. Good to see you again. Well, thank you, Pat. It's good to be with you again. Hey, listen, I liked your book. You've done a good job here, and I've commended to our audience the legacy journey. Uh, there are people in this country that think wealth is uh, evil. Uh, you've addressed that pretty carefully in this book. You want to talk about it? Sure. You know, I think that's one of the reasons that God asked me to write this book. I, I think there's a problem out there with some bad and toxic teaching that somehow that if you've won with money, if you've if you built a level of wealth, if you become successful, that biblically you've done something wrong. Uh, and that's actually a, a form of heresy called Gnosticism. And so we, we've dove into that pretty carefully, and we need to understand that God owns it all. We're just managers for Him. We're just stewards. And so what does He call us then to do with His wealth as we manage it for Him? You talk in this book about one guy, I think he was a billionaire, gives away hundreds of millions of dollars, and yet he was ashamed at the quality of the watch he bought. (laughs) What is that about? Do we have a guilt feeling about enjoying the things that God gives us? You know, it seems like the financial blessings are the only blessings we apologize for. And uh, that's ridiculous. We don't apologize when God blesses us with health or he blesses us with a a lifelong wonderful mate or wonderful children. Uh, But if he blesses us with wealth or financial success, we're supposed to apologize for that according to the culture. And, And this is not about a prosperity gospel type of a thing. This is about when you do things biblically with money, you will end up with the responsibility to manage money for the kingdom. Well, I think the government... The responsibility to manage money for the kingdom... The money in your bank account, or I mean, how does that work? It's God's money, but you can hold on to it. Do you pass it on when you die, or you borrowing it? Okay. It's going to take the responsibility away from you, and many people think, well, we ought to let the government take it away, and you, you don't uh, favor the inheritance tax too much. No, I'm not a fan of the inheritance tax. I've already been taxed on this money once, and now they're <laughs> going to take half of it again when it comes back. 
It's a now. What about the ties tax? <laughs> oh, that's fine though. Okay. It's a really unfair tax. We work with a lot of family businesses and a lot of farmers who are devastated by the inheritance tax and what it does to people. So you're right. I'm, I'm not a fan of that from a political standpoint. But that does kind of come back to the overall discussion of, well, who does God call to manage this money? Does he call the government to manage our wealth? Or does he call individuals who are walking with him, handling money his ways to manage his wealth for him, for the glory of his kingdom? Well, you, you were saying that they're definitely... You know, it's just weird because in the Bible, like... Jesus says it's hard for rich people to get to heaven, you know, and then the Christian Broadcast Network really has a segment where it's like, uh, no, nah, man, it's easy. They feel like you can buy your way, like most things. He gave us, I mean, obviously God wants us to have this money and be rich, bitch. I mean, remember when he gave us slaves? Now he's just giving <laughs> us money. Yeah. It's, oh, Lord. It just seems so forced. You know what I mean? Like I wrote this book and it says, uh. Jesus need to um, check it out. You know, you need to need to read my book. He was wrong about some things. Um, my book is better than the Bible. Right. <laughs> oh. I mean, this is, God inspired me. This is like God's word as well. Mm-hmm. It's just the updated version. Also, it feels like you can find anything in the Bible. Like, if you look hard enough, you'll find something to be like, no, nah, it's okay to be rich, actually. So, um, and you shouldn't tax us. Just give me all the money. All the money possible, please. Because, you know, with the tax money, what you going to do? Help people on welfare to get... Jesus wouldn't want to do that. You going to help people eat? Keep, take care of the old and the sick? Hell no. Give me all my money. And then pass it down to my kids, because that's what Jesus wants. He don't want anybody else to have opportunity to this money. Mm-hmm. You would say that in the Bible in the world about giving your money away to other people? Speaking yeah. of Jesus and money, uh Mace... Had a party to celebrate officially turning his back on the Lord. I thought he died. What? <laughs> so May's still alive. Yeah, he got a congregation and everything. Well, he like, had a congregation and everything. I thought he tried to kill himself or something like that. Hmm, I guess I was wrong. Yeah, he definitely was wrong. I wish man. he would yeah, kill he, He's been around for a long, hot minute. Had, ain't this his 15th time coming back? Um, yeah. Um... But yeah, he turned his back on the Lord. You ready, Mace? Party people, oh. it's a place to be. Uh-huh. It's uh-huh. about uh-huh. that time uh-huh. for us to be. Uh-huh. Yeah. What you know about going, going out Midwest? Red legs, TDs, all up in the head rest. Try and live it up. Rock jewel, pick a truck. Peace all glittered up. Stick up kid, nigga, what? Jig with a cut. Ship crisp, fit it up. Hose rock, get your nut till I can't get it up. I'm a big... Yeah, Mace back, y'all. And mm-hmm. still rapping like this. He has officially given up being a man of God in favor of a secular life. Filled with debauchery and wretchedness. Unlike last time, he is serious. The former minister celebrated cutting all ties with El Elyon International Church. He and his estranged wife, Twyla Betha, founded some years ago, the, this church, by hosting a welcome back party in Atlanta over the weekend. So now he's, he's like, I'm back. Welcome back, Mace. Welcome back again and again. With a Jesus piece around his neck. And dressed in all white everything, Mace parted at a, a compound, compound where the heretic celebrated chucking up the deuce to God and getting back into the rap game. Damn, we got pictures with women. Damn. I wonder if these women went to his church. How does, <laughs> how does this nigga, he got to be 40? 
50? Uh, 45, 50. Right, yeah, because he was in his 20s when this shit right here was popping. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, he went out there and was partying it up, man. Good, good to see you back, Mace. Haul him on the rise, man. We missed you. Uh, I don't think we ever gonna get music like this again, so. I mean, that's probably the most we'll talk about him being back. This happy thug got music? Yeah, I think that day is done. What you think? Um, I think he just can't rap all that well, too. Mm. Like, how many albums did he get? You can understand him. Yeah. How many albums did he get out He of? is 39. I feel like he got two or three albums. Damn, 39? I told you he was old. Dick. That's what? when you're supposed to be going to the Lord. He ran away. Yeah, because when this shit was popping, he was in his 20s. Maybe he's feeling like his midlife crisis. Um, yeah. So maybe that's why. I don't know. Yeah. Good for him. Um, bad for y'all if you go buy his album, though. Uh, did y'all hear that um, Bristol Palin, the audio got dropped, uh, the Palin's brawl or whatever with this, uh, with these uh, people that, uh... <laughs> by the way, I saw something today that said Sarah Palin still would run for office again. What? This your family. You can't. They <laughs> hit Bristol side. Came up too. Bristol, tell me what happened. Come loaded me and said some old lady just fucking pushed me. She just hit me. Okay. Oh fucking hell no! No one's gonna touch my sister. Where was this at? So we were in the limo. I walked back up. Did you push my sister? And some guy gets in my face, pushes me down on the grass, drives me across the grass. Oh my sister. You slut. You fucking cunt. You fucking this. You fucking get. I get back up. He pushes me down on the grass again and pulls me by my fucking. sister came down, got you from the limo that was parked right here. Yeah. You went back up to the house. I was closer to the house, yeah. Okay. And when you got up there, you approached the 60-year-old... I don't know how old she was. Okay. Some lady with lady. gray hair okay. who wants to push my little four, my 20-year-old sister. Okay. I'm going to defend my sister. And then She's a guy 20 came out of nowhere and pushed a you on the A guy comes ground. out of nowhere and pushes me on the ground, takes me by my feet, in my dress, in my thong dress, in front of everybody. Come on, you cunt. Get the fuck out of here. Come on, you slut. Get the fuck like they got their ass whooped man i thought they won <laughs> nah they got they got their ass whooped didn't want to call 911 after you get in somebody else's face yeah it's, i mean that's assuming they were class acts now there is another part to it but it's very it's long but the other guy Corey klingenmeyer the owner of the house um it got interviewed and he he claims palin hit him in the face multiple times before he pushed her away I started his interview by telling the cop, I want to talk to the head nigger in charge. So it's just a bunch of bad all around. Palin versus other racists. First off, Corey, I understand you're pissed off, the cop said. I don't need this. I'm here to have a good time. This fucking drama Palin shows up. Now we've got a shit show, Klingenmeyer said. Slurring his words. Now we're going to fucking take the legal fucking side. Because I knew what's com- I know what's coming down tomorrow morning, and you and I both know what I'm talking about. None of the parties ended up pressing charges. Head nigger in charge, though, man. Really? <sighs> Palin's, goddamn it. 
<laughs> really hate the Penguins, man. All oh, them dummies. Yeah, it's of course. Um, and if she runs, which I don't think she will, because she makes more money not being in office, somebody would vote for her stupid ass. Three girls were en route to Syria and planned to join militant groups, but they got caught. Uh, the FBI tracked down three American teenage girls in Germany while they were en route to Syria to join militant groups. Uh, How the hell does uh, this even happen? Like, maybe I just don't know enough about planes, but like, and 15 year olds, but where do you even get the money to get the plane ticket? They might buy it for, for them because they said that, yeah, uh, would know. hold they, on, here's an article. I'm, I'll, let me play this first. Okay. Because maybe, yeah, maybe they bought it for them and they wouldn't, okay. Now to another developing headline at this hour. Tonight, the FBI is investigating three American teenagers, high school students from Denver, who had left this country, lured away through the Internet, they say. The teens were on the way to join terror groups in Syria. And take a look at the map tonight. They had traveled all the way from Denver to Germany, more than 8,000 miles, and that's where they were detained. ABC senior justice correspondent Pierre Thomas tonight with who these teens are, and he begins with the internet message those teens might have heard and listened to. Uh, advice that uh, I have for the sisters. Sources tell ABC News slick video promos like this, preaching the, the virtues of jihad and hatred of the West, were key to convincing three Denver teenage girls to leave their families behind. The teenagers of Somali and Sudanese descent were only 15 and 16 years old allegedly seduced into flying to Frankfurt, Germany, with plans that had them bound for Turkey and then Syria. It's very important that they come to this place here. But after they disappeared last weekend and their families became worried, the FBI was contacted and the girls were stopped and sent home. ABC News has learned Syrian radicals are specifically targeting women and girls to become their wives or fighters. We have houses. We have a security. This female recruit from Scotland is now posting messages on Twitter asking for support of any kind. If you cannot make it to the battlefield, then bring the battlefield to yourself. Tonight, U.S. law enforcement officials are wrestling with these critical questions. Are these teens misguided children who have been victimized <laughs> or potential terrorists who need to be prosecuted? David? Pierre Tom. Crazy, man. Terrorists. Yeah, this, this is not the first time. They've had, they had two other girls that actually went over there. I'm not sure if it was dislocation, but went over there, and um, they ended up basically... Yeah, from Australia. We talked about it on the show. They wanted to come back. Right. And now they can't, because Australia's like, we're not letting y'all fucking... Y'all have terrorist ties now. Like, right, and there's, there's some that came back came back to the United States, mm-hmm. and they was like, uh, we're going to be watching your ass, we're going to be monitoring your ass, your life will never be the same. Like, how? what do you go wrong in your kid's life that they do this? And, the worst form of rebellion ever. And and, and and maybe it's just me, maybe it's just my bias, but it's like you're searching the internet and they get you with like a YouTube clip and you be like, fuck it, I'm just going to drop and leave my family and run over there. Is life that bad for you? Yeah. Uh, there's a school that will allow students to pose with guns in the yearbook photos. I thought there was no guns on campus. I don't know what's going on in this country. <laughs> I don't know the rules anymore. <laughs> you got that- kids getting banned from school for like pointing their fingers at another kid like a gun. And then on the opposite side, you got people that literally like, hey, come to school, bring your gun. We bring will take your gun pictures to with you. Day? The school board voted six to zero 
unanimous to allow guns and photos as long as the images are quote unquote tasteful um where where is this at is this down south it's uh nebraska Ooh, okay it's out um, west where they known to carry uh, rifles and all types of weapons mm-hmm. in our country um yeah a student last year asked to be photographed with his gun the school said nah then the student asked after the dead that but he asked after the deadline last year but his request prompted the board to review their practices around guns and pictures and vote on whether or not they should allow them. they did why why mm, fuck with me a hundred because <laughs> the second somebody bring that gun and shoot up the school on picture day you, you're going to be having a fit no this makes no sense it's, it's why that last school shooting really wasn't that big a deal in this country like it didn't no it, that people don't care i don't know why people pretend like they care nobody cares about fucking dead kids they said it was okay because hunting is a big part of the local community hunting in your school what you hunting for in school is is, is is a bear busting up in there yeah can i take a picture like with porn if that's a big part of my life as a 17 year old boy I mean, that's a big part of me and my friends' community. Right. I want to take a big. I want to take a picture with some big ass titties, please. <laughs> Tatties. That's my life right now. So I'm going through. Miss Principal, I can't even concentrate right now because I'm staring at your titties. Ah. But they said you can take a senior picture with their hobby, with their sport, just like any other hobby or sport. So you can take basketballs, I guess, maybe. Do y'all have shooting as a class in the curriculum? You got shooting one on one, hunting one on one. They got mm. bow and arrows up in that piece. Some people got their swords. Mm. That's just I'm calling out sick that day from school. I'm not. My picture would never be in your. I'm not making a picture day. Yeah, ever. I'm, not, I'm sorry, I'm not making. Give me like, makeup day. I won't even want makeup day. My, my <laughs> picture just ain't gonna be in the yearbook. Fuck it. Mm. You ain't gonna shoot me um let's see what else oh kfc unveiled their new sandwich it's a breadless meat beast it's a burger that's right guys it's only in korea for now but it's a burger with bacon and two fried chicken fillets as the bread Putting this huh? monstrosity in the chat so y'all Killing can look America, at it. America, one bite at a time. What's well, only in Korea? Oh, we're killing the Koreans one bite at a time. What's his name? Won Jong Kim. I'm shocked he. Won Jong Kim. God damn it! <laughs> you didn't even try. It's Kim Jong Il. <laughs> Kim Jong. I did try. Won Jong Kim. That's like Hispanic, <laughs> American. I did. Yeah, I didn't call Justin. That's not like me. That's not like me thinking. I didn't call him Jesus. <laughs> now nah, I got a damn. I gotta report you, man. Fuck. <laughs> that sounds like my tank. Man, fuck all the Mexicans, <laughs> Jamaicans, <laughs> Koreacans, <laughs> all the kids. Uh, <laughs> perhaps only suitable for those on the Atkins diet. KFC in Korea has a bit of latest. diet. Yeah, because you know you can eat meat, but not bread. Um, but you're gonna still kill yourself with all the grease, right? Well, that's Karen. I, you, that's what the Atkins diet is. That's what people can do. You eat bacon all day. It's a bunch of stuff you can do on it. Clogging your arteries, okay. I mm. love the pig. It's, uh, it's to help you lose weight. Uh, lose KFC, weight by clogging your arteries, okay. KFC has uh, unveiled its latest bundless creation that can make your eyes and your arteries water. The Zinger Double Down King. What? Yep, that's the name. Zinger Double Down King. 
builds uh, on the success of his ancestral burger of 2010 called the Double Down, which is a breadless symposium of cheese and bacon sandwich between two slabs of fried chicken. Uh, but now they put a uh, burger beef fatty in the mix and some extra sauce. And I have a question. Yeah. When has KFC ever sold beef? Right. Who? I mean, that's, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking. How that, do you even order beef from KFC yeah. and feel any level of comfortable with yourself? Right. They don't specialize in beef. They're going to have shrimp sandwiches next, you know? They're going to put fish in the middle of it. What the fuck is happening? Yeah. Well, I don't know about that this. beef going to kill y'all. They just want to be like Taco Bell, man. Just <laughs> They want to have everything in <laughs> mixed into their food. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not- nah, see, Taco Bell is different. They only mix the same ingredients in different orders, and they call it something different. <laughs> right. Oh, okay. yes. like, you know what I mean? They're like, oh, okay, let's take a tortilla. Then we're going to put some cheese. Then we're going to take some chicken. Then we're going to take some beans. And you know what? Throw some nachos in there. We'll call it the Nacho Burrito Bell Wrappy. And then, <laughs> they, then you order that shit, you know. Then next week, they're like, all right, we're going to take some chicken. going to take a tortilla. You know what? Switch it to a taco shell. Let's make a taco shell. <laughs> put some, we put some Doritos in there. The same cheese. eight, the ten ingredients. Yeah, take no beans this time, but put some, uh, put some sauce on top of it, and, and put some uh, what you call a sriracha in it. Yeah, put some sriracha on top of it, uh, and we're gonna call this the uh, Dorito Nacho Supremo. All right, let's do that. <laughs> All right, next week. All right, we're gonna take, uh, we're gonna take a tortilla shell. Let's go back to that. Uh, we're gonna put, we're gonna fry it hard. Okay, then we're gonna put. Uh, Let's put some beef on there. Okay. Let's go with steak. What are we calling it? Steak these days? Call that steak. Put some, put some of that shit on there. Uh, lettuce. Let's put some lettuce on there. Uh, let's put some dressing on top of it. Don't fold the tortilla. That's, <laughs> that's our new tortilla salad. That's a tortilla oh, salad. Oh shit. The steak tortilla salad. It's just, the same just, just shit. Just press it down and, just press it down in the bowl. It's the same shit every week. Just, just take the ingredient. It's like they use the spinner on Urban, that, that app. Yes, the spins. Yeah, the food app. Like, you just spin it. Like, um. Urban Spoon, yes. Yes. Uh, Bell Grande Nacho Supremes. There we go, guys. Um, a student was suspended after alleged, uh, prostitution in the high school bathroom. Oh. Mm, that's quick, good money right there. But that's better than selling candy at the school. Right. You got the that, real candy, man. I said that is candy. <laughs> mm hmm. Uh, several students are home suspended from Bolton High School after an alleged prostitution incident. Church. Students and parents called it prostitution on campus during school hours on Monday, but Shelby County schools say they may not be entirely accurate. I wonder if they can use the same defense that dude that was talking about getting rich was just like, listen, Jesus <laughs> told me to fuck these boys. <laughs> I needed the money. That ain't gonna work. You think the Lord didn't want me to have this money? The SES officials say administrators are in the early stages of an investigation for allegations of inappropriate, uh, inappropriate behavior. I mean, it's not appropriate to me, you know what I'm saying? Ooh, a Bolton High School student whose identity WMC Action News 5 is protecting says the notes and just passing the word around is how a 14-year-old ninth grade Bolton student let male students know that she would be offering sex. He said it usually happened during lunch in the boys' bathroom. Man, I feel bad because, like, this could have easily been me, you know, one of the boys. Because, like, I would have thought I was special and shit. Like, oh, she sent me a note. Does she want to have sex with me? You know, nobody pays me any attention to school anyway. Then I was shown the bathroom and been in line of, like, 20 niggas. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, get in line, young blood. I'm like, what is this? 
I was in love with her. Mm-mm. Um, everybody going, everybody going downtown. Dude, I yes. walked, you know, I walked into one of these situations when I was in high school. It was in the boys locker room during lunch. Uh, I left my wallet in my locker. So I, only reason I knew is cause I went back to go get my locker. I mean, get my wallet. When I walked past the door of the locker room, it was a dude standing outside handing out condoms. <laughs> oh, shit. And he was like, oh, Rob, what's up, man? Get, don't forget your condom. I was like, man, I don't need no condom. Y'all was trailing at Olympic, boy. Yeah, he's, I was like, I don't need no condom, man. I just walked in. Now, this wasn't um my woman that was in the... Oh, yeah, man. You know, your girl went to school with us. <laughs> yes, but, she did. But it wasn't her. It wasn't no, her. Okay, her. okay. Because, you know, you got but that's that's the good thing about being from Charlotte is you can ask people about yeah. what your woman did for you met. I mean, at this point, what would you do anyway? It's nothing that could be done. It's too late. Uh, she got you. Uh, I don't know, slut shamer. I don't know. Yeah, she already trapped you. Ah! <laughs> uh, <laughs> Feel bad that I wasn't that we ain't had no kids. Yeah. I'll blame it on that one incident. You know, me carrying the turkeys to do threesomes. Oh, anyway, and then ah! and then she'd be like. Well, we can have a kid, and I'll be like, no, I don't want no kids with your head. You slut, you throw, throw wine on her like, uh, like Nino Brown. Yep. Cancel this bitch, I'll find another one. Oh, Lord. Um, actually, I don't, I don't know what I would, honestly, I don't know what I would do. I yeah, it's nothing, like, if you're in love with her, it's nothing you can do. I'll be like, well, you know, we're yeah. together now, I'll just try to block it out my memory. Right. I'm glad you're not still into this shit. You ain't still into this shit, is you? All right. Um, Come yeah. home and be like, surprise! <laughs> that's the part of love that sucks. I wonder if that's what Mama June was trying to say. <laughs> She's like, fuck it, man. I love pedophile. What y'all want me to do? Damn. I love them more than my own kids. Oh, Lord. Okay. Sometimes you got, he only molested one. Jeez. I mean, I got a whole house of them. <laughs> most, most of my kids too old to be getting molested anyway. Just one left. Good grief, guys. That one. Um, so, uh, yeah, so, uh, I walk in and, uh, they hand me, the dude was like, here's a condom. I said, man, I don't need no condom. And I just go in and, um, I see a couple people and they're like, hey, hey, Rock, come over here, man. Come over here, man. And I was like, what, man? And the room is dark as fuck inside. Cause you know, there's an inner locker room for the football team mm-hmm. and it smells like ass. Just, it, it always stinks in the men's football locker room. And, uh, he opens up the door. He's like, yo, look, man. And I couldn't even really make out what was happening because it was so dark. But I could just see a couple dudes fucking, like, and you could hear, like, the sounds. And I was just like, yeah. And um, I just backed out and was like, I'm good. I just came to get my wallet. I got my wallet and I walked out. I was in there less than, like, two minutes probably. Um, While I was walking out, the coach of the football team, of the basketball team, who was also like one of my dad's best friends was walking in and he saw me. He was like, what's going on, Rod? And I was like, Oh, not much coach Davis. And I just kept walking. And, uh, he, he's the one who caught them and reported everybody. And, uh, he never said anything to me about it again. And I feel, and he never even told my dad about, about it. Because I think he probably figured out you ain't had shit to do with it. He knew cause I was such a nerd. That's why. Uh, okay. He's like, these niggas would never be cool. He would never be cool enough for them mm. to offer him some pussy. <laughs> so obviously he's, he was just getting his wallet or something. Yeah. They scared him. Yeah. 
so yeah they got they got caught man he reported all they ass of course he did i think the girl had to transfer to a different school it was funny though only three or four of the boys got in trouble and it was more than that in the room so i don't know wow maybe the other dudes didn't get a chance to do anything I showed up maybe early in the game, bang. I don't know. See, I feel like the school slut shamed her because she wanted to do it. That's not mm-hmm. okay to. Uh, well, you know who else? Leave school. Some of these kids want to fuck these teachers. Mm-hmm. Can't you just can't have a free for all just because you want to do something? That means you get to do it on campus. Hey, See, that's that, true. our society enables that though. How so? Because uh, they give everybody trophies when you go. Like everybody's the one to kind of do what you want. Uh yeah, all right. I feel like this this is just devil's advocate at this point. Um, so there was a line of ten people. There was a line of ten people almost every day. He said, Ooh. "She was she just turned around at me in class, always smiling at me. There's something wrong with her, and I hate it." Um, said a student. Getting that money. That he was he was she mad. She got no pimp, so she getting all the money. I wonder if he was mad because he was like, uh, "I hate what I hate her because." Um, she not offering me. She's just smiling at me. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he was in love. Maybe he was like me. But I love her, y'all. She sent me a note and said I got to have sex with her. And I was like, no, she sent it to everybody. But she sent one to me. <laughs> she I sent can, one to me too, bro. I can save her, y'all. I can save her. The student said it started at the beginning. Well, you save her after I'm done. Right. Stay her after my turn. I, all right. I'll be outside. This should be one student that was her boyfriend, like holding her hand. <laughs> The student said it started at the beginning of the year. Teachers didn't seem to be aware, he says. Damn, that's been a few months. Deborah Club, head of the Memphis Area's Women's Council, said the girl's behavior is an indication of a serious problem, maybe even abuse. Um, yeah, yeah, go ahead, Justin. Just because she enjoys the, right. the pleasure of multiple penises? Right, just because you let 10 dudes rail you in the bathroom for money does not mean that you have anything wrong with you. What's abnormal about this at all? Yeah, they shouldn't even ask any questions. They shouldn't even look into her background. Yeah, I mean, so what? She's yeah. not of age at 18 yet. Like, she knows what she's doing. She, yeah. She's it's not statutory if they're all the same age. She's making grown-up nope. decisions as a child. What is the problem? Last month, Bolton High made headlines. Go ahead, Karen. I said, I don't see the issue at all. Well, last month, they made headlines when the grand jury indicted a teacher and a coach for statutory rape. So, mm, mm, see, that's the culture they breed. Now they want to punish the kids. I'm very disappointed. The well, the student, the, the teacher got indicted, so he's going to get punished or she's going to get punished too. Uh, yes. I'm very disappointed. Recent Bolton High School graduate Wesley Kearney said it was nothing like that. Nobody did anything like that. It was just like regular high school. I hate when, I hate when, uh, dudes say shit like that because what that really means is he's upset he didn't get no pussy. <laughs> hate that shit. Yeah, man, school wasn't like that when I came up. It's just terrible, man. Now they're just giving the pussy away. I had to jack off so many times. <laughs> yeah, really so. Kearney says bathroom deals were never on the curriculum at his alma mater. Dorothy Sanders says her children came home and told her about what was going on. Snitches. Bolton <laughs> needs to crack down on this. This is not even normal. I don't want my kids coming home telling me about this. Uh, SCS says more suspensions are possible. Administrative and counseling teams are still interviewing students as part of the investigation. Um, let's look at the comments. See what Justin's talking about. I pray for the young, the young lady can now get some much needed help and guidance. The kids are not disciplined at home or school. Parents are not involved in the schools as they used to be. They don't 
want to drive so far to attend a meeting at the school yes this may sound old-fashioned maybe we should go back to the old ways of teaching and respect for others two exclamation points i was raised the old-fashioned way as so were our sons i don't think we were harmed by these methods it's time that the authorities ran the schools again not the student and if they don't respond to that they get expelled until they do sound like she was advocating whoopings or something. punishment that's right so like shirley shirley mccully underwood i mean mccully wood wants to whoop her this kid <laughs> apparently so mckenzie smith says did you not read this girl was having sex with 10 guys during lunch at her age that tells me something's very wrong at home not lack of discipline but abuse or neglect that's not normal teenage rebellious behavior it's indicative of something more sinister than the parents simply not being involved right Sounds like she just got bills to pay i mean she she got that cell phone bill all these iphone <laughs> data plans to who keep the fuck up with is you talking to the dudes in syria how expensive is your phone bill or maybe she hasn't been abused but it's just mimicking the behavior of her female relatives or maybe she has a mental health issue that makes her overly promiscuous not every bad behavior automatically means someone was abused yeah, man. That, that iPhone that? data plan that everybody don't have, uh, Sprint Unlimited. That was Molly that wrote that, Karen. Mm. Shirley also wrote, it's just like with our country. We let a few people change things just because someone is offended. Well, oh, I'm, I'm, well, I'm offended by things they won't change. So parents wake up, take charge of your kids at home, teach them how to act towards others and know where they are, who they are with and have a time they have to come be home. These kids are the leaders of tomorrow, so teach them how to be this at home and at school. God bless all the kids and keep them safe. Because I'm racist. Why Why you think she's racist? You did, did, why not? Am I the only one that didn't understand that statement? I, I didn't see any race in there. Right. She, was, she said nigga like four times, right? <laughs> am I, can I you? not read? Is, <laughs> am, I smelling, am I smelling pennies? <laughs> Tasting what's going on here? <laughs> she didn't say anything about race. She said she called you a nigga like four times in the article. I say near fifty percent of these children are, are being raised by grandparents that cannot keep up with them because <laughs> it's so different today with social media. Plus, they're older and sick themselves. See, that ain't go. That ain't go. The black family <laughs> can't raise right. the younger children because the mama out yeah. doing whatever. Now you, now what? We can't just raise our grandchildren in peace. Yeah, I want it like the way it used to be. See, I'm offended because you offended because you. We ought to take it back to the old school ways because you forcing people to change their minds and shit. I'm sickly because I'm over fifty with a grandchild. No, bitch. I see. Right? This this, this institutionalized racism, and Miss- now you are part of the problem. Because you defending it. <laughs> you, sir, you, Mr. White Twitter, you are part of the problem. God damn it. Sounds like the kind of behavior that Planned Parenthood, <laughs> that Planned Parenthood counselors would encourage, said Chris Barker. Damn it. Now that dude, that dude is 100% Republican. How would Planned Parenthood got to do with this and why would they encourage it? Oh, so I- now you get the racism. Now you get how huh. they want to use uh, eugenics against the community. To wipe right, us out through Planned Parenthood. That was a lady talking about the country. Yeah. Y- y'all disgust me right now. Now you're getting it. <laughs> y'all, y'all are both so wrong right now. <laughs> like, like honestly. I guess every, everything getting 100 for fucking with black people today. Because they didn't say anything racist yet. Karen, I got your back. You said it's racist. I'm, I'm with you. It's racist. Uh, so somebody said, I don't think that this is a ploy or conspiracy theory situation. 
brought on by the likes of pp stay woke see is it what really the pp planned parenthood okay is it really that easy for you to just state something like that and go on your day as if by blaming planned parenthood is going to solve anything first of all planned parenthood is a source of medical care for most not abortion as you have been led to believe secondly abortion services do not cause prostitution your cause and effects seem to be a little screwy that was melissa so chris came back and said i was referring to the Planned Parenthood videos where they are advertised, advising girls this age to explore their sexuality and indulge in things like S&M, among other things. But and she said, Chris Barker, ha- and he sent a link. He said, Chris Barker, have you actually seen these videos? If so, where can I view them? Can you please send me a link? So he says, here's one where a man is posing as a pimp inquiring about how to get 14 to 15 year old pregnant prostitutes abortions. Uh, and- for Planned Parenthood? Like, you're just posting the random video. Yeah, she said, here's another one. Uh, and they, you know, this is where people do that thing on the internet. Just like Gamergate. They send you a link and the link don't actually say what they said. Right. They just think you're not going to click on it. I thought not. Gossip in here say are not facts. Did you watch the video? They are pretty plain. And nobody responds. Because um, you're crazy. It's because eugenics is wiped out now. The internet. Eugenics started in Brooklyn where they wanted to wipe out the black community. And they started, and they called it Planned Parenthood back then, too, right? I blame the Illuminati. How much money can you make as a high school prostitute, though? <laughs> I, I mean, mean you, almost have to, you almost have to fuck 10 dudes. Because, like, when I was in high school, they seen the, the school was just, like, enough for lunch, maybe. Maybe right. a slice of and pizza. And now people, you know, you your money's on, like, these cards now where a lot of, you know, you don't even really have to carry cash. You're getting, like, 5 $10 a fuck. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, she's she taking a lunch money. What's it? Two, two dollars, five dollars a pop. Right. It's yeah. Right. It's enough to pay off on bill. That's that. Get her nails done. A new maybe. outfit, some new shoes. Get her, get her nails done every two weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, maybe. Bra- that Brazilian weave, you know, children are getting it these days. Go to a movie or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, but you know what? If, if I had a uh, pussy, this is probably how I would use it. Use what you got to get what you want. <laughs> you know, I ain't, I ain't judging her. I'd probably be out here like, why ever spend money? You I'm know mad what I mean? they stopping her from getting her money. I'd like, be looking at Jordan's like, yo, man, that's like eight blowjobs. You know what I mean? Like, that's how I'll be looking at it. Oh, Lord. Be measuring all my shit that way. Oh, man, I'm going to get that new Call of Duty. All I got to do is fuck seven dudes. Uh, Twilight star Ashley Green's apartment in West Hollywood burned down last year, taking the life of her beloved Toy Fox Terrier, as well as damaging several apartments in her unit. They say toy fox? Mm-hmm. Toy fox terrier. That's, That's the type of dog. Type. Oh, okay. Uh, Green's building manager says a glass crack pipe was found during the cleanup. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Mm-hmm. Well, excuse me. Um, so. <laughs> the crack started fire? Uh, it says, uh, uh, they don't know about that. They didn't say that. Um,. TMZ broke the story. Ashley, her boyfriend, and her brother were all sleeping in the unit when a fire broke out after a burning candle ignited some nearby fabric. All three fled, mm. but one of her dogs died. The fire did extensive damage to a number of units, and number of tenants owners are you suing the Twilight Star? Mm, at her apartment. Mm-hmm. Yep. It started the fire. Her dog died. I, I wonder, was it a nice gated community? I don't know. I guess it's a hot dog now. <laughs> The manager, the manager Adrian Mayorga, is also suing, claiming he suffered permanent respiratory damage. According to a sworn deposition obtained by TMZ, Mayorga says one of the men who cleared out the unit after the fire told him he found a glass crack pipe. 
Mayoga said he was the first person in the hallway after the blaze broke out and says he saw Ashley and others disoriented. They looked like they were drunk or under the influence of something. Mayorga also says in the deposition, the only people I saw getting treated was Ashley Green, her brother, and Joe Green, and her, the current boyfriend, and her, the current boyfriend, Ryan Felipe. Sources connected to the case tell TMZ Felipe submitted a sworn declaration to Green's lawyer this week saying not only was he not in the apartment tonight of fire, he has never been in her unit at that building. So... I don't know what's going on there, but it sounds like cracks involved. And uh, that's never good. Mm-mm. Ashley Green was in Twilight, so she fell off, I guess. Now, was she the the star that was um, nah. Bella? Another oh, name? No, she wasn't Bella. Non-acting girl woman. Um, another person got arrested for trying to jump the White House fence. 23-year-old Marilyn man this time is in custody. I mean, really, dog? What was going on? It's like the seventh person to try it. Is it because the president is black or just is everybody just fucked up? It's a new game, man. I like planking. I guess so, man. They have video of them trying to charge. Uh, some dogs attacked them. Why haven't okay. they shot one of them yet? That's I mean, my that's, issue. That's not the report. I think they report up underneath the... Yeah, I'm not playing the report. Um, okay. I was just looking at the video. Dogs attacked them and he fought the dogs. Uh, he injured like one of them, too. Uh, but oh, he was you? swiftly, uh, he was swiftly apprehended. You can't be attacking them dogs. But why haven't they shot one of them? That's what I was gonna say. I guess I just don't understand how this shit works. Cause, and maybe you don't shoot them because it would, re- like, in my mind, it plays out differently than how it would really play out in real life. Mm-hmm. But I just picture like, if you jump across the fence of the White House, you get killed, and that's it. And here's the thing: I've been to the White House a few times, mm-hmm. and. There's nothing but security around day and night, and all of them have weapons. Mm-hmm. I don't know how these people I, are jumping the fence, and they not getting shot. I, they shot a man, Carl, who was driving away from the White House at the time. Right. He shot his car up. A woman. Wasn't that a woman that got shot up? Uh-huh. That got killed? Her baby was, or say the president was her baby, or the baby's daddy? Yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah. I don't get it. Uh, Walmart apologizes for fat girl costumes. Why? Because they literally put them on a category called fat girl costumes. I mean, it makes it easier to find. Ah! How many times that you search for something, you're like, hmm, you know what? I want, I want blackface. Like, think about all the people that want blackface costumes. Who, if they had the- to really search and for I- something else like ebony, they would, they might get confused. And who was the person that approved this? Right. Probably some skinny and person. And didn't think it was going to be an issue. <laughs> Probably some skinny person. It really said fat girl costume. <laughs> it's, well, I mean, it's an appropriate title. Party and occasions. Then underneath that, you have other categories. And one of them is fat girl costumes. Mm-hmm. Instead of plus size. Mm-hmm. Like, it's ways to phrase that. Yeah. Seems like, uh, seems like just a, you're going to get in trouble. Walmart now apologizing, as they should, for calling plus-size Halloween costumes fat girl costumes on its website. Money expert Jen Westhoven here saying there was big backlash on social media. As you can imagine, it's sort of like you can't comprehend how this got through. Like, who didn't pay attention? Exactly. And that was the category instead of plus sizes or large sizes that Walmart said. This should have never been on our site. It's unacceptable, and we apologize. The firestorm had already broken out on Twitter. Um, 
and it was raging for a few days before the site came down. And here's one of the tweets there. Fat girl costumes, really, Walmart? Who thought that would be an appropriate title for a public sales page? Come on. Justin so Lee. it has been taken down. And Walmart says they removed the page immediately after they learned about it. So it seems like this was raging for a few days before Walmart really caught on. Morning Express with Robin Lee. Weekday mornings at 6 Eastern on HL. Oh, now you want to get loud. Walmart, some bitches. I mean, so they can. So y'all okay with them not giving their employees health care, underpaying employees, things like that. But, oh, you call somebody fat. Now, that's crossing the line. They apologize. They say it should have never been on their site. It's unacceptable. We apologize. We work quickly to remove it. Mm-hmm. How about making employees start to wear ties and other things that invest their work? Mm. How about those costumes? I like that all the news now comes from Twitter. Yeah, instead of news doing this job, yeah, someone reporting. Fucks up, someone fucks up on Twitter now. That's see on CNN. Um, the Pope said that um, evolution is real. God did not do it with a magical wand. Okay, guys. Mm. So now I don't think that's that huge deal for people that aren't um, Southern Baptists. Seem to be the only creationists around these days. But he said, yeah, maybe God used evolution to make people and stuff. So everybody calm down. He said that both scientific theories were not incompatible with the existence of a creator, arguing instead that they require it. When we read about creation in Genesis, we run the risk of imagining God was a magician with a magic wand, able to do everything. But that is not so, Francis said. So there you go, guys. God can't do everything. He added he created human beings and let them develop according to the internal laws that he gave each one so they will reach their fulfillment. The Big Bang, which today we hold to be the origin of the world, does not contradict the intervention of a divine creator, but rather requires it. So there you go, guys. And the Pope said this? Yep. How long y'all think for he has to apologize? I'm going to say Tuesday. I'm going to say by Friday. I'm going to say he gets poisoned or something like that. They got to kill him. Mm-hmm. And, and say God he's did too it. Too revolutionary, huh? I just think uh, by Friday they will release a statement like, "Uh, he's he was high shit." Of course, somebody, that's what they always. Somebody do. having a meeting about how they fucked up mm-hmm. <laughs> right now, letting him uh, become pope. Mm-hmm. They don't care about the home, like gays getting married, anything. Like he's just non-traditional. Yeah, but then they'll come around. Like, don't be going to your church thinking that's gonna happen. Nope. Um. Well, good luck. Uh, there's a woman who went walking in New York City. The show about street harassment. Mm-hmm. She walked for ten hours. Um, Ooh, that's a long ass walk. She got two minutes of harassment. Let me see if I can play it. <laughs> ten hours. <laughs> yeah, it does feel. It does feel like this video should be longer than this. <laughs> but I, all right, we'll see. It should at least be two hours out of the ten hours, like to make it effective. Ten hours of silent walking through all areas of Manhattan, wearing jeans and a crew neck T-shirt. That's what the logo says. Is she even sexy? It don't even I think matter. she looks attractive. How are you doing today? That's not good. Smile. What's up, dude? Have a good day. Hey, what's up, girl? How you doing? Somebody's acknowledging you. She said thank you. Somebody acknowledging you. You should say thank you more. For real? Yep, this is the bullshit that women have to put up with all the time. Not all, not all women. Yeah, nobody's harassing this lady on the bike. I don't know why not. Oh, you know why. She's perfectly, uh, 
She has breast. What? God bless you. God bless you, mommy. Only what? God can, can put the, put those hips and curves did, together. Did he hit the religious phrase on God damn, this nigga had a cane and was at least 50 pounds overweight. It don't matter. You know this nigga can't even walk after her and he was like, hey baby. I'm about to text my boo right now. God. Hey, you How are you smart? Have a nice evening. Nice. <laughs> that white dude was different though. Have a nice evening. Yeah, the other one just said nice. <laughs> good day. Good day to you, ma'am. Yeah, the other white dude. Nice. Wait, did she say hello, good morning to him? Or Mm-mm. no, these she's not. That was two different word, dudes. Was that right. two different dudes? Mm-mm, this same dude. This God dude just following her. Oh, hello, good oh, it was both of them. Damn, he walked across, He walked beside her for two minutes. Right, fuckers, people are nuts. Four minutes. Five. Oh my god this nigga ain't have nowhere to go i mean maybe right? he, maybe they was just headed in the same direction trey bizarre no. right trey bizarre no how you doing good hey look at that five thousand dollars <laughs> <laughs> oh well damn well, well why didn't she sell the ending of what happened with her and that black dude walking beside each other uh, I guess he stopped walking. Right. I don't know. Yeah, but I wanted like, did he or did he say something or did he? Was he I really mean, I feel walking like, to the bus stop? But I feel like if something happened, they would have showed it. Right. I don't think anything happened. Yeah. I think after a while he just left. Right. I feel like they would. And that's fucking. That got to be fucking scary because you yeah. like. Even you, if he was, here's the thing. Even if he was going in the same direction to her, he was. I mean, unless you're an idiot, you could see he purposely was walking <laughs> the same exact pace as her. Right. As close as possible to her the whole time. You don't want to talk because I'm ugly, is what he says. This nigga's still asking questions? Right, this happened to women all the time. A hundred plus instances of verbal street harassment took place within 10 hours. Involving people of all backgrounds, this doesn't include the countless winks, whistles, etc. If you want to help, please donate to Hollaback Nonprofit. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> what? I don't get it. It's the Hollaback. Oh, yeah, that's, I, it is a weird name to name it, right? <laughs> like, when they named it Holla Back, I was like, I don't even, like, I don't know why they picked that name. It had to be something a little more serious. It's something I don't, it's, maybe it's something inside joke, something we don't know. I, only song I know is Holla Back. Yeah, I ain't mm-hmm. your holla back girl. Maybe that's it. I'm I'm assuming that's what it's connected to. I know holla yeah. back girl is Gwen Stefani, and then I know there's holla back by Fabulous. That's it. So, yeah. I, so she, what are they gonna do? Like with the money? 
I don't even. Yeah, what do you <laughs> do with the say. money? It don't say. Like you going out to buy tighter outfits, like yeah. And, and how strong is her legs to walk for ten fucking hours, bro? I'm not even trying to walk that far in the parking lot of the grocery store. But, but you, you have you have to understand our culture isn't walking here. We drive most places. Man, yeah. I I'm saying I've been to NYC and there's some long ass blocks and they're hilly. I'm not trying to walk ten hours on concrete. I don't give a fuck what type of running shoes you got on. Ten hours. This one dude said shiggity diggity. Said <laughs> <laughs> that name. Twenty minutes ago, aspiring actress model. Walk through NYC for 10 hours. Get one minute and 30 seconds of video claiming harassment. How are you doing today? Good morning. How do you do? How are you this morning? Oh, God, the patriarchy is literally raping me. I <laughs> I use her name. It's unwanted. She didn't ask for it. Dalton Lee Page says, I think it's more pathetic that they want you to donate as if there's anything they can do about it with the money. So let me ask you this, though, Karen. So, just, you know, both of the same comments that Justin made. So, so even though it's unwanted... um, how uh, that's how guys meet women they ask them out no 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 and, and like i said for me i i feel like this it's one of those things where dudes just don't understand sometimes you just don't want to be spoken to and a lot of times dudes just assume that i have the right to approach you i have the right to speak to you i have the right to be like hey baby what's up what's your name and when you don't you don't know you got common sense, Roger got common sense, but there's a lot of crazy fuckers. That dude follow her for five minutes. There's a lot of crazy dudes out there. I don't know who you are. If I like if I don't have a personal relationship with you as a woman, I don't know who you are. But that's but guys holler at women like that all the time. Yes, like, it's not wanted. That's that's but, that's but how thing. do they know until they holler? That's the problem. You don't know, so the, it's just best not to. But dudes just assume that I just have the right because you're in my presence I, to speak to you, and that's the problem. I, I disagree with the right part, but more so that's the cultural part that men is is groomed that men holler at women, right, right, and, right. and traditional and women women are the ones that they don't holler back at men if, if they want to be approached. A man needs to come talk to me, just but, like but, the man is supposed to be the one to propose, but, but, just but, like but, the man is supposed but, to be the one to do certain things. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about a woman walking down the street, minding her business. That's the problem. I'm minding my business. I, I, I'm not going to you and be like, hey, baby, come here. I'm not calling you to me you're coming on your own accord unwanted you don't know me i don't know you and like i say the reason why i say you think you have the right is because the society has taught you that as a man i have the right to approach you as a woman and there's nothing you should be able to do about it period i'm not i'm i disagree with the right part like i i'm saying how how do you why do you disagree with the right part because i'm not saying that they assume that's their right i assume that they're they're doing that because that's what they've groomed that's how they approach women right and they've always done it but not as a right part like you have the right to remain silent but see see, that's the thing you've been groomed so if you've been groomed to do this in your mind you've been conditioned to do this so in your mind you don't think it's anything wrong with this behavior and that's the problem that's why i say you think you not you personally justin but men think they have the right to and and and, and that's because you're here you're a woman i think you're attractive so i think i have the right to approach you with or without your permission that's the problem you don't act these these men are asking for these women permission so so now all hookups gotta happen online like no i'm 
I'm not saying that either. It's, 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 it's just the fact that every time you holler at a woman, it does not mean that she wants you there. It does not mean that she wants to be. She could just be wanting to fucking go to McDonald's, eat a burger, and, and mind her fucking business. These dudes talking about smile. They're talking about, hey, baby, hey, honey. And that, and and, see, and and I think for me, and I'm sorry to go off on a tangent, babe, but I think for me, the, the problem that I have with this is that as dudes, dudes do not take in consideration how does this make a woman feel. Now, now I agree that their approach is is definitely the wrong way to approach like this i i wouldn't approach a I mean, woman like that do but you do you really agree that it's the wrong right. way because it doesn't sound like you disagree. <laughs> no. it's not like you you think it is okay right no, and you I, sound like no, that's not a I, problem I, I i do think it's okay for a man to say hey i'm trying to holler at you i'm trying to get your number right and, and you know what just i'm and, okay with that and but, that's and that's fine and you know what and she has the right not to speak. I and agree. she has the right to get an attitude. She, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not trying to be funny. She has the right to respond to you in any manner that she chooses to. But that's the problem. I'm okay is, with that. But, but see, but no, no, you're okay with that. But the problem is that her response might not be the way that he think it should be. The male approaching her. And she doesn't know if she's going to get her face punched in. She doesn't know if he's going to follow her for five blocks. She doesn't know if he's going to rape her. She has no idea. And I think that dudes just take... Because I'm not the crazy one. Every dude that approaches her is going to approach her with the same tactic as you will. But that's not so. You can't. You can't assume because I don't rape. There's nobody out there raping. And, and, and not to put that in the same context, but I'm saying that because you're talking from your personal perspective in the way you approach women. But all dudes don't approach women. Some men are very aggressive when they come at I you mean, and, used, and, 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 and cause you to have fear. I mean, I used to be like, "Hey, what's up, you dirty bitch? You trying to fuck?" Then that's how I used to holler. And it worked a majority of the time. I guess no. we can end it there. This is, yeah. this is no we, longer yeah, serious. We, yeah, we're not having a serious conversation. <laughs> uh, but I, I, I think that uh, guys do think they have the right. Um, and I think that is the biggest part of the, the issue is right. that they think that it's their inalienable right to harass women. Um, and they decide, they think that they get to decide what harassment is. Like, Right, and that woman does not. Yeah, I think that's the main problem is like, it's kind of like how black, when white people do something and then they think they can tell you as a black person what you should be offended by. Mm-hmm. It's like, you don't understand my experience. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, for me, that video and th- they obviously chopped out a ton of, you know, shit because she said she got a hundred that wasn't even a whole like that might have been 20 so um maybe i don't know but but i don't even think that um when you chop out that experience and you consider adding that up to you know a daily type thing um men take the privilege for granted that we get to walk around pretty much unharassed like right you know i don't leave the house and think uh just hope motherfuckers ain't gonna um uh, try to holler at me right. all day or and, and- you know, and, and I think also we're overestimating the seriousness of these mm-hmm. approaches because and by serious, I don't mean danger. Mm-hmm. I just mean like, well, you say something like, well, they just trying to, to get enough, but they're not really trying to like, <laughs> it's not even good enough. That wouldn't work on anybody. It's not a serious enough approach. It's not, mm-hmm. it doesn't give them the indication that they're special in any way. Like, you know, like if you do approach a woman um and the best you got is hey girl it's not it wasn't gonna work out anyway Mm-mm. like that's such a base level of uh what to to you know like you have no game if that's your game <laughs> right, right. And, you and, walk around all day telling a hundred women 
hey girl you look good girl hey girl you never none of them ever stop yeah and and also and i guess me speaking from a woman's perspective i know how that feels and it's not a cool feeling when you're out and you're by yourself and some dude i, I don't care if his approach is sweet nice and different i don't know you and that's the, that's the point i don't know who you are i remember one time i heard this dude how this girl he was like how you doing she was like i'm fine he was like i asked you uh how you doing not how sexy y'all and i was like wait hey that works like he was he really hollering with that yeah, and they're married today <laughs> <laughs> with three kids yeah mm-hmm. but i remember when they went out to a date later you know, all jokes aside, um I mean, Karen speaking from a uh victim's point of view, I'm saying yeah. from a street harasser's point of view, uh, yeah. I feel like, you know, uh these dudes need to step their game up. But all jokes like this aside, is the lowest level of street harassment. Right. I didn't see any bitches. <laughs> no hoes. Nobody called her fat when she said no. Mm-mm. Uh when she didn't say nothing. Um, you know, nobody was asking was she on her period. Uh, well, that's what I was gonna say. All she got aside, a man, like, I'm, I'm really disappointed no one took pictures of her ass and posted yeah, like, it online. Like right. that's what I'm looking oh, for yeah. the ass shot. Like these are like I'm actually a little let down by the level of street harassment. Um, because I feel like you know nobody used any racial slurs. You know, it's just um, it's a little list let down. Yeah, nobody actually grabbed her ass either. Like yeah, this. that now that happens too. Just, like, like yeah, yeah, just grading <laughs> it on the street harassment scale of zero yeah. to ten. I would give those three harasses like a collective three. Yeah. Like just not just, only the one dude really went above the pale and walked beside her for five minutes, which, you know, is was, creepy was, as uh, fuck. He, he would have got a 10. Cause he walked, he walked beside her for five minutes without talking. I mean, I, I felt like he was following her like they did, um, the, the lady on progressive commercial when she <laughs> out walking and mm-hmm. everybody stopped following her around. Like, it's, yep. Thought it was flow. Yep. But uh, on on the real though, uh, I do think uh, Karen has a point. I do think people um, feel like it's their right, and I think men uh, play about this a lot, and they joke about it a lot, and they don't take it seriously, and it only fuels the fire and makes women more mad. Whereas, because it's nothing that men can really do about it. I don't think it's nothing really anybody can do about it, because like Justin said, it's societal. No, and that's and true. society has to change, not just right. a couple of people, not just the people that you follow on Twitter. I agree. You know, we've covered articles where men are spoken up and gotten fucked up trying to stop street harassment. Like, hey, man, leave them sisters alone. Bam, bam, bam. You know, um, a lot of this stuff is just uh, a power thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, to me, the part what that pisses me off the most is when you see people that don't even participate in this shit try to kind of defend it because they're not really taking it serious. Like if, you know, like as a person with a wife, you know, um, it bothers me, you know what I mean? Cause I'm like, I hope, you know, my wife's like, I'm gonna go, I need to go to the doctor, or go downtown. I'm like, fuck man. I hope nobody's acting stupid on the fucking street. You know, right, like, yeah. or, you know, I gotta go to the store or I just hope nobody's fucking being, you know, acting fucking creepy. Um, cause I can't be around her a hundred percent of the time, all the time, you know? Yeah, cause yeah, cause I, I remember one time I had an incident where I had went to the uh, grocery store and I have a fairly good memory. I forget shit, but my memory is fairly well. And I'm, you know, familiar with faces like you was doing the Steve Harvey thing. You was like, I remember her from high school. Yeah. So I was in the grocery store I and all back on and check that. Too. <laughs> and this dude came up to me. He was like, don't I know you? And I say. No, I said, I don't remember you. I said, I don't know you. He said, oh, okay. 
I went over one aisle, stopped, and left the grocery store. You're not following me home. I don't know who you are. And that is a, a tactic that people use to kind of get a woman to lower her defenses mm-hmm. so that she can have a conversation. You ain't spraying me with shit. You ain't beating me upside. And, 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 and maybe because that's something that a lot of men don't have to fear. When you walk outside, your fear is not normally of another man. You're just walking, doing your yeah, thing. And, well, not just that, but they don't want to be seen as aggress- as the aggressor. They don't. Like, a lot of guys feel like, well, this is lumping all men together. I mean, you look at this video, let's be honest, There's she probably passed thousands of men that day. Right. A hundred p- decided to harass her. Like, that's not a majority of men by any fucking extent. No. Even but, though we joke but, about it, we don't hang out with people that do things like this. Right. I've corrected people that done this shit around me. You know, MT. I had to pull him to the side before. I was like, dude, what are you doing? He does? Yes. He used to do the thing where the women on the track would be on there. And, like, if it was one that looked good or something, rather than just doing, like, the scumbag head nod that all, you know, like. Oh. <laughs> check check out the track. Wrong. Check yes. the check, track. Check the track. Yeah, yeah. You know, the scumbag. And she's oblivious to it, which is, yeah, she's like, right. okay, she's about it doesn't, business. doesn't make her any le- less comfortable or whatever. No one's, like, grabbing her dick or gesturing. You just right. kind of like. Yo, check her out up there, you know, and then you politely take a look and then it's like, oh, she was, you know, she was bad or she wasn't or whatever. MT will see these average ass women. That's, that's, by the way, that's another one of my issues with MT. Some of these women don't even be that bad. <laughs> like, what a waste of time. God damn. Yeah, like, what are, I'll be looking at him like, what are you looking at? Anyway, so he'll <laughs> find, see some average ass looking woman. Um, by the way, if you're guessing the race on MT, he's white. So I'll shame on all y'all. Um, <laughs> but but he'll be like, hey, girl, hey. She's not once has any of these women come down. He doesn't know the women. Right. He ain't getting no numbers. He don't go up there. If anything, if the woman even looks, most time they're way too scared to look. Right. He's sitting around us. So now I'm thinking these bitches probably think we did it. Correct. Now I'm a, as a black man, I'm like, God, don't let the police come in here and be like, Yo, sir, we know you're street harassing these women. I'm mm-hmm. like, nah, it's the young, short, white dude. Cause they nah, will we know it's not though. him. They will report him. Right. We know it's not him, sir. Right. So, so like, um, you know, and, and I, so I pulled him to the side more than once. Like, dude, don't do that shit when I'm around, for one. Two, that shit is corny as fuck. Don't mm-hmm. do it. Right. You know, I get it. She's attractive to you. You know, and like, I had to shame him out of it, man, but. Even with that, that's just one person, one scenario. Not everybody's going to be in that scenario. Street harassment is even more fucked up because it's like nobody might know that dude on the street at the time that he goes, hey, girl, hey, girl, hey. You know what's crazy is I've only heard of one incident of that happening uh, even all the times, all the years we've been going to the gym. Mm -hmm. And that was that one dude named Rock that was like when he was hollering at Mike Daughter, like, well even he wasn't nah that was different he was that was different he was creeping and he said to us me and mike like oh man check out that girl over there man she kind of thick and oh i thought he actually said something to her he said it to me and mike oh okay and she was at the time doing cartwheels and we were like nigga what grown woman does cartwheels right that's a little girl and he was like, oh, man, that's, I was like, yeah, uh, second step, that's Mike's daughter. Yeah, the one you just told to look over there. And and then Mike was like, oh, man, it's cool. And Rock looked scared as shit. Right. Cause and he tried to play it off like, no, nah, I was joking. I was joking. He was like, no, you aren't. You didn't know yeah, that. That's the only incident I knew about people. No, nah, I mean, just, I actual, guess because I just don't kick with people that, um, 
Well, I, one, Act I like that. You know what though? On some real shit, I I don't either though. But here's the thing: you don't notice it because you're a dude. One, right? So even if it did happen while you were around, you probably would. It wouldn't. It wouldn't probably make that big of a deal to you because you're a dude. It's, it's not threatening to you, and unless it's happening to somebody you're with, who gives a fuck, right? I I'm not gonna say that. Um, yeah, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna like, say. Like I'm gonna say where that young girl used to come in there with. Um, and I think Quint got in trouble for trying to put her out or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about her? Like, just like when, even though she was dressed provocative and things, I don't, like, I don't, I wouldn't, I would, I felt like I would have been like, man, y'all need to leave her alone. Or but like, that's, that's different though, because she went there to try to hang out with those dudes. That's different. Like, she used to go in there and, like, she went to school with those guys and was trying to flirt with them and get their attention. That's a little different to me. I'm saying if you, I, I guarantee it just because, of the odds of it you've been somewhere because it's almost impossible not to have been somewhere in your life where somebody got a girl or cat called or something like it's just it's pretty much impossible not to you know if you go anywhere well, I really go well out. you might oh it's one thing too. well what, what about well here's the other thing i was gonna say what about uh turk man like n- you telling me nobody ever tries to push up on turk um, not that I'm well. That's, that's See, she might not I think tip. she don't tell you. Right, Justin. Cause, right. cause Karen doesn't tell me all this shit. Like mm-hmm. this, this dude right here is new to me. She's told me in the past about this certain dudes, but I think women just li- learn to live with it. Cause it's just a matter of fact, you know, it's mm-hmm. just a thing that, that happens, you know? I think Turk, like, I know, I do know that when Turk's out, she doesn't, like, if someone was the cat call, she probably wouldn't pay it no mind. Like maybe she, maybe she, she wouldn't. She'll be like she probably wouldn't look because she would assume they probably not catcalling to her. And if they are, she didn't want to look. Well, I'll give you. I'll she didn't want to give them the attention that they're asking for. Well, I'll give you the homework assignment of asking her about it. Come back next Tuesday. We talk about it. Mm-mm. I might get upset. Yeah. All right. I'll ask him myself when I see you know, it. Yeah. I just, I just, <laughs> I just bring it up out of the blue. But like, Turk, you ever been catcalled or street harassed? Them, I guarantee you she has. Then we get oh, angry yeah. and want to punch somebody in the face. Right. That's why <laughs> I don't like talking about it too. Because like. It, it makes like and here's like it makes me feel helpless to know that it is done to people mm-hmm. I care about. Imagine being the person and not being able to do shit about it. It's got to be even more infuriating. That's why you know of all the jokes that we normally do make, and we do make some crazy ass jokes. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's why I'm not even I'm not even doing devil's advocate to argue with Karen about it because it really does make me mad. You know what I mean? And and it is a helpless feeling. And at the same time, you know I'm not gonna. I'm not a vigilante. I'm not going to run down the street waiting for dudes to street harass and punch them either mm-hmm. or confront them, you know, because I'm not Superman any either. Like, right. you know, uh, I saw a girl going to the mailbox downtown when I went to wee night one time. She had her phone in her ear and these dudes still, it was like a little bit out of earshot. I would have had to yell at them, but, um, these dudes were like, yeah, uh, uh, hey girl, hey, hey, what's up? Hey, hey, stop girl. And she like, Took the long way around them. I had to go into the mailbox. She never stopped talking on the phone. She never stopped walking. And the dudes were like skateboarding and shit. And I wasn't close enough to even say something. Like I would have had to yell, which would have probably sounded aggressive. We probably would end up in an altercation of some type. Um, or she would have even worse. They want, cause the thing was, you, you're supposed to say like, you okay, sis, to the girl. I was like, she probably would think I'm a street harasser. I know what yeah. would fix this. As if more women would subscribe to Steve Harvey's website and books, and they would learn how to treat men, then they wouldn't be out here getting like street harassed. Not it's like not it's not the men, it's the women. All right, we've talked about this too long. We got to play the game because 
Once we reach Steve Harvey references. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to change the subject. Oh, that's what I was doing. What's the name of his dating website? Uh, I think mm. it was called, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'll, I'll find it. Foolingthesebitches.com. <laughs> uh, all right, man. Let's play our games. Of course, the first one is a game called Fuckable Black People. fucking with these black people we're just fucking with these blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys time to play the game that we all hate to play it's fucking with black people we grade things from zero to 100 in intervals of 25 for how much we feel fucked with today's contestants a lot of people let's get into it uh justin uh why don't you do me a big favor pick a number between one and i think like 17 or something uh, 10. We're gonna go with 10. Gonna go with 10. Nine. Uh, I'm a black journalist and I'm quitting because I'm tired of newsroom racism. <laughs> By Rebecca Carroll. She wrote this for the New Republic. My first job in media as a television producer, I was 28 years old, eager and brimming with ideas, some of which I'm sure were good and others I'm sure were not. Not long after starting the job, I asked, I asked to produce a segment with a well-known black actor whose work I had long followed. As the only black producer there, I knew from experience that when walking into an entirely white environment, it always felt good to be greeted by another brown face. My white male co-worker who produced a lot of the entertainment segments and clearly wanted to meet this actor himself said to me in front of the entire staff, just because you're black doesn't mean you get to produce all the black guests. This producer had a point. He may have known just as much about film and this man's career as I did. And being black doesn't necessarily make me better qualified to do a segment about a black person. True. But his response was so hostile. Right. And pointed that there was no, and pointed that there was no doubt, doubting his intentions. He was making it clear that he wasn't afraid to mention my race aloud, lest I thought it was my personal ace in the hole. His assumption seemed to be that I'd use my race as a cudgel to get good assignments. His strategy in turn was to use it as a cudgel right back. That incident was over 15 years ago, and it wasn't an outlier. It was an, in, in, it was an initiation into the uh, career fraught with similar experiences, and now I've had enough. I'm quitting the mainstream media. It's a strange and incredibly demoralizing time to be a black person in American media. The words racist and racism have cynically become clickbait, all while various newsrooms are claiming that they want to hire more writers and reporters and editors of color, but don't. What it feels like you are hearing is we're not really trying to diversify our newsrooms because we don't actually have to. Right. Among the challenges that make racism so difficult to fix and so odiously constant is that white people often don't even recognize when they're saying or doing something that cuts their black colleagues to the bone. Or worse, they do recognize when they're being racially insensitive, but then demonstrate some semblance of regret and move on unscathed. Mm -hmm. If we can't say anything about this kind of behavior or don't, then who will? What's more, if we do speak up, particularly if we are among the chosen few who are granted a voice in the mainstream media, at what cost? Since leaving my most recent staff position with the online publication last summer, I've taken the opportunity to reflect on my career in the media industry, and in doing so, it has occurred to me that at nearly every job I have ever had, I have encountered some sort of racial incident, either personally directed at me or witnessed by me as a third party. Um, and then she goes on to talk more. Let's see. Was since the fr- that first job as a TV producer, I've held editor positions at a range of startups and other online outlets. I started to recognize a pattern after one job when a white coworker openly dismissed an idea to write about a black artist on the rise. 
nobody even knows who she is actually i said a lot of people know who she is mostly just black people though she countered i argued that a lot of black people set the tone and established pop cultural relevance in this country my coworker was stunned she looked at me with an expression of both disbelief and betrayal at the start of each new job where i was almost invariably the only black editor on staff unless it was a black publication i worked at a few i would be heralded for my voice and the implicit diversity in it, it brought until that voice became threatening or intimidating or just too black. My ideas were thoughtful and compassionate until I argued, say, that having white journalists write the main features on a new black art news uh, venture set the wrong message uh, to the black online community. My editors disagreed. Years later, in a conversation about Trayvon Martin with another boss, I said something like, racism is real. My boss came back with an answer that still astonishes me. But you don't experience experience racism, right? I mean, you're attractive and educated. I can't imagine that you would ever experience racism. Wow. Like like you are right now with me saying this. And a colleague, perhaps thinking that she was being progressive rather than insensitive, once told me that she would hire a good black editor over a very good white one, as if there were an either-or proposition. Right. This is because there's no such thing as a very good black editor. This is how it has gone through my entire career. I love media, and I'm not necessarily leaving the industry forever or even entirely. I will continue to write and be vocal about race and culture in America on various platforms, but I'm leaving the staff bullpen of journalism. I'm tired of jockeying for a position in a profession that never hesitates to figure finger racist in public, but can seem can't see the very real racism in this own newsroom. Zero to a hundred, Justin. Um I'm gonna go with twenty five. Twenty five, mm-hmm. all right. He made a lot of it up in his head. Is she? I mean she <laughs> Were you even listening? Yes. It was all <laughs> made up in her head. Okay. Karen? Uh, I, I, it's sad, but I actually give this a zero because <laughs> uh, they're fucked with, but you're not telling, I guess you're not telling me something that, that kind of I don't already know. She's making stuff up in her head, man. Yeah, I, I give it a hundred. So, all right. Um... I mean, they made her quit journalism, dog. She quit because she wanted to. She was stop, man. Come <laughs> on, man. <laughs> Be for real. Like just sometimes, I, I'm I'm actually you know impressed, man. Not a not a lot of people, man. They talk a good game, and you know or my job and this and that and the other. And then when they fucking comes down to it, it's like, so what you gonna do? I'll Shit, be there tomorrow. go to work next day like you always fucking do. Like All she right. has some temerity to be like no fuck y'all i'm I'm not i'm not dealing with this shit y'all not fucking up my mental health for the rest of my life dealing with this bullshit right. karen zero to uh 19 or 18 or some shit i don't know zero to 15 seven seven oh god <laughs> charles barkley <laughs> says unintelligent blacks are brainwashed to keep successful black men down mm. oh really yep charles barkley you know how intelligent he is and, and so just curious, you brought up the like hating the smart kid right the dumb kids hate the smart kid yes and did you see the mike freeman story about russell wilson i heard that i, I heard about it and, you know, for those people listening, Mike Freeman wrote a piece about Russell Wilson where he quoted unnamed players saying he wasn't black enough, that he was too too much of a company guy and that sort of thing. 
Now, Mike disagreed with the, the, the statement, but some of the players said that. Is that the same case where, like, why would you hate Russell Wilson? Well, unfortunately, as I tell my white friends, we as black people, we're never going to be successful, not because of you white people, because of other black people. When you're black, you have to deal with so much crap in your life from other black people. Uh, it's, it's a dirty, dark secret. I'm glad it's coming out. It comes out mm-hmm. every few years. I wrote a big chapter in my book about it, to be honest with you. I said, you know, when young black kids, you know, when they do well in school, the, the, the loser kids tell them, oh, you're acting white. The kids who speak intelligently, right. uh, they tell them you're acting white. So it's a dirty, dark secret in the black community. One of the reasons we're never going to be successful as a whole because of other black people. And for some reason, we are brainwashed to think if you're not a thug or an idiot, you're not black enough. If you go to school, make good grades, speak intelligent, and don't break the law, you're not a good black person. And it's a dirty, dark secret, Anthony. Most, I, I heard Stephen A. talking about it. it, it listen, I, I hate to bring white people into our crap, but as a black person, we all go through it when you're successful. Uh, you know, it's like one of the reasons, you know, one of the reasons a lot of black players go broke is because when you're successful, your friends say, oh, you ain't cool, you ain't down with us yeah. anymore, and you end up giving up all your money to these damn losers, and you end up broke again. Yeah. Uh, but it's a dirty, dark secret in the black community that a lot of black people who are unintelligent, who don't have a, uh, success, it's best to knock a successful black person down because they're intelligent, they speak well, they do well in school, and they're successful. And they don't. I mean, think about it. Well, it's crabs in a barrel, right? It's crabs in a barrel. And it's the thing that's funny. I, we're the only race that tell people if you don't have street cred, which like that means you've been arrested. Right, 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 right. Like that's a that's a compliment. We're the only ethnic group who say, hey, if you go to jail, it gives you street cred. It's just typical BS that goes on when you're black, man. Don't don't waste a lot of time on it, please. Because it's just so. Russell Wilson has it. Uh, you know, it's, I don't know Russell Wilson. I met him and said hello, but just because he studies the playbook all the time, he doesn't go out clubbing and things like that. I guess some of the other players, uh, you see what happened with Percy Harvin. I guess they didn't like the way he, they wanted him to do crazy stuff, and he didn't want to do it. Um. So who was that interviewing, Barker? That's all. Um. Let's see. Uh, Watch a DWTS. Just- stop. Um, Rob Ellis, Anthony Garano, and Rob Ellis. Uh, here's the thing, man. Um, I don't even know we had the time for this. I'm just so sick of black people like Charles Barkley pretending like they're giving some dirty little secret or like their career is gonna suffer or they're being brave for shitting on black people in public. No one's, no one that's black has ever had their career lessened by shitting on black people for white people ever you will become more successful if you're jason if you're jason whitlock and you're shitting on black people all of a sudden white people can't wait to hear you can't wait to read you and quote your words to people that complain about anything good mm-hmm. damn dad sister yeah if you're fucking um don lemon and you you could do a whole lot of integrity like cover things with integrity and talk about black issues and you know, talk about Katrina and all this shit, but but until you actually shit on black people, that's when you start becoming the man. Like, oh, well, let's get this dude his own show and panels on race and see if he can talk about the N-word and shit like this. 
Um, and then also he just spread some straight up myths, rumors, and falsehoods about the black community. And I don't like, I just can't abide by that. And you know, he's not talking from personal experience because no one's ever accused him of being intelligent or (laughs) well-spoken. He can't even say athlete. He can't say athletic. No one has ever sat around and said, that Charles Barkley, he talks so white. (laughs) He's going places. Yeah, he he's gonna I can't he's gonna get paid to talk because he talks so well. No one's ever done that. So why would he even pretend to have that experience, you know? If anything, he's one of the bullies probably beating up kids for being smart. Um so and then all right, so uh very smart brothers did this thing that I thought was brilliant where ten they made ten points um to for black people to stop saying this kind of shit. Uh, and I, I think it's great. Um, like we might even not be able to do guess the race, but it says because it's not true. That's one reason not to say it. Like Mike Freeman before him was not completely wrong. Charles Barkley is not completely wrong when saying there are some black people who deride other blacks for speaking properly or overachieving or achieving academically. But just because something may technically be right doesn't mean it's true because the truth is that the majority of black people are just like any other people, indifferent. Right. Mm-hmm. They, they got our Eminem for doing it. Yeah, nobody cares that you're smart. I was smart. You know what? My neighborhood was fine. Nobody ever said, uh, you talk white or whatever, or, you know, I got hit with some Huxtable shit, but that was almost like out of respect, you know? And I wasn't like, like I was, I was more worried about being picked on for like if somebody saw I read some comic books or uh that you know um I was bringing ninja turtles to school when everybody else was <laughs> trying to run trains in the locker room, you know? That's the kind of shit I was worried about. The you know like I wasn't going around like, "Oh no, the black community's going to turn on me Mm-mm. when they find out that I'm that, that that I have AP classes." You know, um not because I'm, you know, not because it had anything to do with being black. And then, like, um, the other part of it that's that's crazy is a lot of people have supported me when they found out I was smart. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people that are like, oh, you in school? Well, we not. Don't do this ratchet shit we about to do. Yeah, it's just Go certain, be somebody. It's certain people, and it's not, they'll find any reason to bring you down. It just, That just happened to be the comment. Yeah, being smart isn't exactly a fucking... Um, social uh uh is it exactly like socially acceptable for any race Mm -mm. for anybody like even uh asian kids people ostracize them for being smart you know uh even um white kids Mm -hmm. nerd and geek black people didn't make those words up Mm -mm. that is white culture saying these are our smartest and our best and our brightest, but you know what? Fuck those socially awkward losers. They made movies about it. Revenge of the Nerds. Right. Yeah, it's not like to ascribe this to particularly to black culture feeds this idea that we are inferior culturally to white people and that is okay. It gives a pat on the back for racism and I mean literal racism. Not I called you a nigger racism. I mean literal black people are inferior they are culturally weak. And to see people like, you know, Barkley and these guys adopt this shit, that pisses me off. Like, that to me is way more destructive. This is one of the reasons I don't get mad about a fucking Raven Simone comment. Because to me, that's nothing compared to some shit like this. That shit doesn't even v- fall into my radar. Like, this is way more destructive because he is speaking about our entire community and saying we are inferior implicitly. 
not not like he is explicitly saying this there's no fucking like oh you need to read into it no black people ain't shit says charles barkley and the worst part is that stars a media cycle where all of a sudden all the registered fucking um you know uh people who, who, who trade on the idea that black people are inferior will start making the rounds and you're gonna have don lemon say this shit and be like charles barkley was right you're gonna have jason whitlock write a comment column charles barkley was right I wouldn't have a problem with it if they could just use the word like there's a small segment of the black community that is like this. They saying it's everybody pretty much. Mm-hmm. And it's just black people. Like no white athletes go broke. Right. Like no, like only black people had this issue. It is, it is only for us. They didn't even say, well, I only care about black people. That's why I'm on. No, white people don't even talk about this because it's just a black thing, guys. And they, you know, black people are terrible um but yeah so yes we care about our friends and our families and maybe beyonce a bit too much but most of us even the quote-unquote bad blacks are too wrapped up in our own lives to really give more than half a shit about what other people are doing with theirs right yeah that's just that's just life nobody gives a fuck if you were smart not that jock barkley was ever smart but no one gives a fuck if anybody was is oh you you're ag classes well you a white cracker ass nigga nigga like oh lord that's not how it goes you know, not to mention a lot of times socially people do things that get them ostracized by the community or they ostracize themselves and then they wonder why people turn on them. Mm-hmm. It's that mohawk for um, Wilson. Like they wonder about that shit. <laughs> because why, number two, because while we're talking about black people who they're really talking about is poor black people and predominantly black communities and basically blaming poor black culture for each of the black communities ills. Yes. Like, that's the other thing. Black people holding themselves back. What? It's, uh, so it's our fault. Systematically, it's our fault. We set this up. We should all, yeah, we, it's, e- it's an easy the fix. fix. Is in. If it wasn't for us making us sign these subprime mortgages, if it wasn't for us doing that, you know, if it wasn't for us leading, uh, being 21 times more likely to be killed by a police officer, you know, it's us. It's our fault. Three, because saving black, saying, um, saying black haters is what's holding black people back is like blaming a monsoon on a sneeze. Out of all the structural, social, cultural, historical obstacles that it could reasonably be argued to be what's actually keeping black people back, a black kid teasing another black kid for getting an A in English, is it? Four, because having a conversation about what's holding black people back implies black people collectively are hopeless and pathetic and will be hopeless and pathetic when they start acting like other non, will be less hopeless and pathetic when they start acting like other non-black people. And yes, there's a difference between saying stand up and saying this and stand up comedy skit or a conversation with other black people or saying this to your quote unquote white friends. Yeah, because this excuses fucking systematic racism, man. Number five, because if you actually go to a hood, you'll find that there is a young person with an actual academic or athletic potential, basically someone who seems to have a ticket out of the hood. There will usually be way more people rooting for and even protecting them than actively wanting them to fail. Right. Now, that has been my experience. And a lot of, I asked people on Twitter about it, and a lot of people chimed in that said they were the people that accused them of being the white black person, white people. Like, oh, I like you, so therefore you must be the white version you're of safe. black. You safe. Yeah, right. you're one of the good ones, so right. you're, it's like, oh, and like they say it, especially dismissive whenever like, you know, let's say I'm a white coworker of Justin, and then let's say 
Mike Brown gets shot. We start having a conversation about that. And he says something like, you know, a little bit racial. Then it's like, oh, Justin, but you're, you're basically white. Why would you even care about that? Mm-hmm. This idea of like you're not con- you know you're not connected to the black people, so what is your problem? They might not even say you're white. They just be like, well, you have you haven't dealt with anything like that though. So. Yeah, th- we just read an article that y'all both scored zero because it's such a common occurrence to y'all yes. that somebody would be like, well, why would you experience racism? You're smart, right? This yeah, this- you attractive. What's, who cares? Right. This is the biggest reason why in certain environments I don't I don't talk about shit like this at work i don't bring it if people come i zone them out because odds are we're not going to agree um that's why i would give i would only give barkley 25 okay well, number six oh, barkley get 100 from me. because saying things like this is a dirty little secret in the black community gives out the impression that it is unique to poor black people apparently no other community because it contains haters which means there should be job more jobs in the hood because someone has to to staff these hater cultivation plants that apparently exist in the hood but yeah, like, yeah, the dirty little secret element. So like, look, we actually do agree with white people, guys. Y'all, y'all are right. We are inferior to you. That's our dirty little secret. Seven, because this is just another way to, that poor black people are othered by other blacks. Right. How come the classism and the judgment of people that have money that are quote unquote successful shitting on poor black people? How come that doesn't count as also holding black people back? Why doesn't that count as hating? Why, you know what I mean? Like you're saying, oh, black people hold each other back and it's cause of the poor ones. How come, um, you shitting on poor people doesn't count as holding people back? It is. You're not helping them. It's cause no. they're poor. They're, poor people have never had a voice in any situation unless they take it with force typically. Number eight, because while poor True. black neighborhoods def- definitely have their myriad of issues to wrestle with, if any new ones are making pre-existing issues sound more worse than it actually is, it's dangerously irresponsible because inventing or exaggerating certain issues takes attention and resources away from a- addressing actual root causes. Agreed. Number one, because anyone from Leeds, Alabama, or Gary, Indiana, or Youngstown, Ohio, or Compton, California, can, who made it out obviously has some help from some of these quote-unquote bad black people. Some poor black family in your neighborhood who allowed you to stay at their place for a month because the lights were out at yours. Some kid in your class who took the rap when you both were caught, uh, for stealing chips for the, for the, from the cafeteria. Because even he sensed your future was brighter than his and you couldn't afford to get out and get in this type of trouble. Some assistant principal who wouldn't allow you to play football your sophomore year because you were failing social studies. Yeah, I agree. There's no, no one gets out with no help. It always and it's always some people in the community helping people to either become successful or to stay out of trouble. Always. Yep. You don't see Chapel Hill doing their part. Right. It's it's the thing that kills me about people when they talk like this. If black people didn't care about the community, literally no one would. Right. Nobody. We are, we are the only fucking ones. They care. White people will go to Africa to save people from Ebola before they fucking go to Compton and feed people, clothe people, or shelter people. Like, if it's not us, no one cares. So stop. Stop these fucking lies. It's crazy, too. They'll go there to adopt some children. Right. <laughs> right. But won't, but won't help the local adoption You won't even agency. help a local kid. Man, right. Get this, the fuck out of here. It's on the opposite side of town. You go thousands of miles away. Number 10, because making blanket negative statements about relatively powerless and voiceless people is just as bad as what you're accusing them of. All right, so um, all right, we might have time to do one guest a race, and 
we gotta get out here no song though um but yeah oh uh, uh, zero to a hundred justin 25 25 just because it's charles oh uh, charles get a hundred for me yeah he is a hundred because it's gonna subsequent it's gonna spin off into other shit this right. is like the ground zero eventually it's gonna be like and also don lemon and also jason whitlock and also you know larry elder and also watch it's the usual suspects for them though like it's, yeah i feel you i'm just saying i fucks with me you you don't have to be fucked with I, I get why you're not but personally i feel fucked with this shit bothers me way more than anybody like that and that that's i'm not gonna <laughs> um a substitute teacher uh is arrested for having sex with a student on her first day Ooh, shit, white. we couldn't even make it 24 hours according to police simone green was taught who taught an english class at options public charter school in washington dc mm-hmm. performed oral sex on the team behind her teacher's desk friday while other students were attending a pep rally friday oh, marked so the first dude pilot friday what do you mean it was a dude he said simone performed sex oral sex on, on the, the teacher no simone is the teacher oh. the dude is the student it will likely be her last. It was her first time that she worked in school. It will likely be her last as the team video recorded the encounter and showed his <laughs> Of course, children don't keep fucking secrets. And he showed his teammates. Damn. So, so many biases. Like, we know you black women love sucking dick. Black women love <laughs> sucking dick? But is that a stereotype of black women now? Yes, I didn't know that. I yes. thought all all the black women. I thought too. the stereotype of black women was that they won't. I, this is new for me. Mm-mm. Wow, Mm-mm. Uh, you had a different experience in life. Yes, man. good for you, buddy. Yes. <laughs> the school told <laughs> NBC privilege. Yeah, the school <laughs> told NBC Washington that Green was hired as a substitute through a Delaware-based contracting company and noted that the 22-year-old substitute teacher pleaded not guilty during her arraignment Wednesday evening. According to reports, the teen told officers that he flirted with the sub during class and that at some point the two exchanged numbers and then text messages. The teen asked Green if she was kinky. According to police, she replied, I don't tell, I show. At the end of the school day, while the other students were attending a pep rally, a 17-year-old reportedly went back to the classroom, and that's where the incident took place. Guess the race, Justin. Mm, but English, you know, black people not too good at the King's English. Uh, now nah, I'm gonna go black. Simone, I'm gonna go black. All right. Justin is going black. My, why did my spreecast freeze? Is, I broke down, I broke down, I broke uh, can they see, can they see me, Karen? Mm, you froze on Let's my see. screen. Ah, uh, fuck. I don't even know how long. Did, have I been frozen the whole time? <laughs> Somebody said purple black. No. I don't know. I haven't. Uh, now I'm spinning. Um. I'm riding spinners. I'm riding. Oh, spinners. the internet's working. Um, okay, now you're spinning. Yeah. Oh. Probably because you refreshed. Okay. There you go. Let me put myself back on screen. Oh, how long have I been off? You sent that message, um, Karen. I wouldn't even. Uh, let me see if I can put myself back on the screen. I'm at 1%. All right, guys. Is, is it <laughs> working now? All right. Karen got all the fucking internet. So, Justin, what race did you go with? Come on, man. I'm going black. All right. Black. And the chat room says C. Should have been held back by haters. Black. A pancake-ass white girl who told her black friends in college that they weren't really black because they're educated. She used the word kinky white. She was a substitute teacher and not tenured. Her man was in jail. She was feeding too black. Purple black. Want to see a dead body white. As white as the skin on her face. Black, blackity black. I don't tell. I show sounds blackish. A white girl who tells people she's so liberal she doesn't date white guys. The correct answer is black. And some of y'all missed it. 
I put her picture in the chat room for you guys. Um, that's what she looks like. She looks like, yeah, like, right? look like, like a student. Middle school. She looked like a student. I know. So she was in that second dick. Um, teaching the kids. <laughs> so one way to get extra credit. No sore ratchetness today because I got to watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Okay, guys? But you already know how we feel about sores here. Don't use them. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow at 7. Uh, no guest. So we'll talk to y'all then. Um, until then, uh, don't forget the official weapon of the show is... Taser. An unofficial sport. It's bullet, bullet ball. ball extreme. All right. Uh, uh, and go vote, y'all. Go vote. Till tomorrow. I love you. I love you too, baby. Mwah. Mwah.